Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Rook and Get Easy into Equestria. I am Canterlot's beloved Princess Graceful Spark. With me, as always, is my darling co horse, Spilled Beans. How are you doing today, Beans? I'm doing wonderfully. We've got such an exciting day to prepare for. Oh, yes, and we have a Canterlot wedding. Season yeah. Part 1, Season 2, Episode 25, written by Megan McCarthy, original air date April 21st, 2012. Yeah. However, we open on a picnic. The main six having a gay old time at a picnic. Yeah, it's um a, a thing that did kind of surprise me was we did open on um a butterfly that is exactly Applejack's colors. Huh. Which does make an appearance later during the song. Hey, spoilers, there's a song later in this picnic. But um I was really weirded out cuz I did not remember this butterfly at all and it i was wondering if maybe this was a, a set a situation where like applejack had been turned into a butterfly and that was going to be like <laughs> the cold open because twilight's messing around with some magic or something yeah. and then and then it. like <laughs> I right turn myself, into, turn myself into a butterfly twilight right applejack i'm gonna <laughs> pollinate all these apple trees Mm. <laughs> Funny shit I ever seen. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, Spike comes comes. We, I'd say Spike comes sprinting up, but it's more that we get like shots of Spike's feet, and then back to ponies enjoying uh the the picnic, and then Spike jumping over a little like ravine, and back to the ponies and stuff. It's a weird shot, honestly. Yeah, you know, it, he's like rushing to see Twilight, and Rose's like, oh, the weather is delightful! Rainbow Dash is having a sandwich! Yeah. And Applejack is loafing, which, you know what? I'll take. I'll take an apple loaf. And Loaf's so is Fluttershy, come to think of it. These ponies are relaxed and loafing. This is some good loaf. Yeah. Some <laughs> Appleshy loaf. Mm. And have a picnic without a loaf. I do also notice that the... Because there's the apple butterfly and there's also the the pink one. Which I guess would be a... I know, is that a flutterfly? I I thought so too, but it had a white body. So, yeah. and like... So, it, was it some like merger of Fluttershy and Rarity? Like there's... Yeah. I have so many questions about these two butterflies that are extremely unimportant. But there was we opened on, so they kind of stuck with me. Yeah, and then Twilight's about to eat an apple when Spike rushes up, and he's like, Ah, oh, Twilight, I have something to tell you! And then he, he burps up a, a letter for her to read. Yeah. the princess. I do appreciate the kind of comic pacing of it feeling very much like, you know, someone who's run too hard and is, like, trying not to throw up from running too hard, and instead mm -hmm. just burps out a letter. Like, it's got some good comedy to it. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. It's all in all, I enjoyed this episode. It was like tightly paced, aside from the parts that we'll complain about. Yeah, it was like you know, there's some good gags. There's some stuff I'm I'm looking forward to talking about. Hmm. So. It is it is an interesting combination of tightly paced and also why the fuck are you giving us the scene again? But you know, both versions mm -hmm. of the scene are really tightly paced. Yeah. And Twilight reads letter. It's about 
uh, it's an invitation to a Canterlot wedding between, and there and it's outlining everyone's job. Like it, Princess Celestia wants Fluttershy's songbirds to sing, and mm-hmm. wants Pinkie Pie to plan the reception and Rarity to uh, design the bride's dress. And Rarity faints at this; she's so excited. Yeah, she gets a whole like eye swirling like not really swirling but like eye twirling and and just like babbling fucking she's in shock it's quite cute yeah love her best love this woman's the rarity yeah and Uh, of course the only thing applejack is wanted for is catering because the only thing applejack is known for is apples okay yeah but that's literally what you wanted to last time there was an event in canterlot i'm surprised the princess remembered that's you know what that's fair I do appreciate, though, that when we get to Rainbow Dash, like, Rainbow Dash is just, like, yawning, and yeah. then it's just, like, we need you to do a sonic rain boom, and she just, like, shoves her hoof in her mouth to, like, try and stop herself from, like, just, you know, having way too giddy of a reaction, because she's the cool one, you know? Yeah, 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 she can't like girly things, she's too butch for that. But, right? you know, she does get to be fast, so. Yeah. Yeah, she, she... Uh, suppresses the squeal of delight that we I think we all know Rainbow Dash wants to do and instead is like oh yeah I get to be cool as fuck yeah that's not she- her voice I don't know why I did it like that but here we are yeah, yeah we know she sounds more like this. oh no, God, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all Sonic Rain Moon with you honey oh <laughs> uh, fuck <laughs> Everyone knows you don't make friends with Sonic Rain Booms. You give your friends cutie marks with Sonic Rain Booms, and then you become friends with them later. Yeah, exactly. Unrelated to that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that is still such a weird situation. <laughs> she flew so fast she gave all her friends puberty. What more do you want? Yeah. Oh, and uh, Twilight, of course, is the wedding planner. Uh, making mm-hmm. sure everything goes smoothly. Very good. And yeah. The happy couple is, she's like, oh, but who's getting married? I don't under- understand. It's by like, oh, yeah, I have another letter that I was supposed to give to you first, but then I broke, I burped out the other one, and so you read that yeah. one? Understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it, it's a formal invitation to the wedding between uh, Shining Armor, Twilight's brother, who we've never heard mentioned before, and Princess Miyamura Cadenza, who we've also never heard of before. Yeah, neither of these characters have been mentioned at all, or even hinted at existing. Yeah, so, listener, if you're feeling confused, don't worry. Um, they're new. Yeah, it's... <sighs> That's one of the things that bugs me about this episode, is that, like... Oh, she's so super-duper close with her brother, the captain of the Royal Guard, but she's never mentioned him before. Yeah, like, we've had multiple times where they have gone to Canterlot, and just, like... Having either of these characters just be, like, offhandedly mentioned, maybe seen around, I don't know, have Twilight talk about them even once? Yeah, like, I don't know, maybe she could, like, be talking to a royal guard and you'd say, like, oh, Shining Armor says hello or something like that or whatever, you know? Right? Like, anything. There, There's a lot of chance for it to come up. It's, I, I can't believe yeah. Warehouse 13 did a, have a... Give a main character's sibling existing better treatment than this. Yeah. Like, even just stuff like, you know, ha- having, like, someone, like, walk in on her doing, like, just write, le- writing a letter to her brother or something. And that's just, like, yeah. the thing that she's doing when someone walks in to meet her. Because, you know, 
Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, it, he's like the captain of the Royal Guard, which, by the way, means he's a troop. Bitch. Yeah. It's he like, is even more of a cop than Rainbow Dash is, and we give Rainbow Dash pro- like trouble for wanting to be a cop. Yeah. Well, troop. He's a cop. He she wants to be a troop. There there is a small distinction there. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's he, yeah. He's he's King Fuck of Cop Mountain. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. And then Twilight is like, I, like understandably kind of upset that like he didn't tell her this was gonna happen. Yeah, like, I get it. I, yeah, I, I'm on her side. He's like, what, you couldn't tell me personally? And then she does do this cute thing where she, uh, she levitates a sandwich in midair and, like, puppets it. So, like, I don't know if well, that's cute. It is. I, it's funny. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Funny, yes. Slightly, uh, off-putting a bit. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just that there's way too many, uh, like tomato and zucchini slices in there. It's a very crammed sandwich. Yeah, also, yeah, also it has two pimentos in there on two stuffed olives on, on toothpicks in there so that it looks like it has eyes. Yeah. And like through a lot of this Twilight's doing some of the like tiny pupil crazy eye shit, which I don't know. Yeah. Even if I was a little frustrated, I don't think I'd be um this about it yeah twilight's like i think a little unexpectedly manic yeah I, I guess that is how twilight like deals with the sort of thing i would just like she's kind of bitter and that i do understand i get that yeah like having her be extremely bitter and like frustrated sure the like the manic episode is a bit of a weird touch for twilight because every other like she has done it before but it has been like a long run-up to a manic episode. Like, mm. all her manic episodes have been because, like, she's gotten momentum towards it and then never, you know, never stopped. Yeah. But this is just, usually, like... And it's usually when there's, like, a problem to be solved, which she's in, like, I have to fix the thing mode. Here, there's yeah. nothing to be fixed, at least as far as she knows. It's just, you know, something something bad happened. So, I don't really yeah. think we've seen her, like, deal with something like this where she is understandably and like rightfully upset about something and couldn't mm-hmm. like immediately fix it so this might be like a new twilight state for us maybe uh, i don't know it just it doesn't feel like the horse we spend so much time around mm-hmm. but also like it's twilight whatever she's like and, that yeah. i guess now you know how twilight is a horse manic manic <laughs> yeah yeah, I guess, I guess we just now have to accept that Twilight, when presented with information she was not expecting, uh, rather than questioning it or looking something up or doing literally anything else, now she just becomes manic about it. I mean, yeah, like, I can understand, like, you know, when you get something like this, it's like a gut punch and you don't always respond very well in the immediate aftermath and then you're better mm-hmm. off once you've had time to process it. Yeah, like, again, I'm not, I'm not questioning her having, like, a negative response to it. it it's... Purely how quick she went to manic in response to it compared to how, like, she wasn't even like this when she, like, was terrified of being, like, put back into magic kindergarten or whatever. That took, like, longer for her to get this worked up 
Anyway, um, it must be because her matter. brother meant so much to her. Oh yeah, her brother that we just only yeah. now have heard about. Yeah, um, it yeah. means so much. I also want to. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say like, cause, cause now we gotta fucking go into a song about it. Yeah. Before then, I do want to point out that uh, she does say, "Who in the hoof is Princess Miyamura Cadenza?" Who in the hoof? Instead of who in the hell? I guess. Who in the heck? Ah. Uh, a who in the hoof is uh, two in the bush. Dang, that's a well-hoofed bush, then. then this is a fisting joke. Anyway. For <laughs> fists. They're, they're for being in the bush. Anyway, anyway makes sense. moving on. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, they ask if Twilight's okay. They're all, like, you know, they're asking about her. She's, you know, frustrated. Also... They all seem like they know Shining Armor, like she's mentioned him, just not to the audience. I, yeah, I guess. Like, they, they seem unsurprised by the information she has a brother, at least. Yeah, like, yeah. Because they, I think it's new information, because I think Rarity faints again after she mentions that he's captain of the Royal Guard. Yeah, you're right. But they seem to know he has a bro- she has a brother, even if she's never spoken about him like this before. Because there's a yeah. whole thing where she says, oh, he's my BBBFF. My big brother, best friend forever, but none of them like know what she means by that. Yeah. Yeah. It. it... So like. Yeah. yeah so I. Uh, they seem like they're aware she has a brother. At least like that's not weird, but she's certainly never really spoken about him, which I guess mm-hmm. is fair enough. I mean. I mean, like half of them have siblings that we do yeah. occasionally hear about already. Yeah, like most of so, my friends, and... I don't know how many siblings they have because it, yeah. it never comes up. They don't live at home. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, if I just mention either of my sisters, like, you're not gonna be like, oh, "You have a sister," but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But and then, and then she goes into a song about how when, yeah, you know, when she was just a. Back when she was a fucking nerd of a filly, he was the only person who was ever really her friend. And as she goes into her song, there's a horse meme for Isekai teens I want to mention. So, uh-huh. the shot here where Tw- Twilight holds her hoof out, a bird lands on, and she, like, nuzzles the bird before going into song. Yeah. There was a classic gif of that's been edited so the Twilight eats the bird. Poor bird, but also I expected that was where that was going. Honestly, I'm. Ah, oh, that's very good, actually. Yeah, it's a classic, and like whenever I, when I saw the scene happen again, I was like, I I thought it was gonna go that way. I, I knew in my head it was an edit, but I still like it's been so long since I saw <laughs> the you know. Yeah. <laughs> I saw anything else. Ah. <sighs> But, you know, look up Twilight Sparkle uh, Eats a Bird, uh, dear listeners. Yeah, I, I can confirm. I, I know the, the thing you're talking about. It is actually surprisingly good at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then she goes into a song, I think also called BBBFF, about how Shining Armor was her her big brother best friend forever, even when she was really tiny. Uh, there's some funny animation moments where... She's, like, walking along, hovering her book in front of her, but when she stops to look up a shining armor, there's no words in the book. But when she drops yeah. it, uh, there are words in it. Huh. I 
To be honest, I was mostly distracted by the fact that Young Shining Armor looks like some fucking uh, cryptid, honestly. Yeah. Like, it is just a disconcerting face. He's yeah, got, they, like, he looks directly at the camera a lot, and it looks especially weird when he does it. Yeah. Like, if people in the audience world there know, like, the the rise of especially, like, analog horror and how much of that is like a character smiling and then like it gets really fucked up that that is what shining armor feels like here i'm expecting the smile to like go all the way to his ears and just open up into just like teeth shining armor is in the garage right exactly <laughs> Shining's in uh. the garage. ah uh. And then, I do appreciate, though, that Twilight, even in her song, directly points out that she's just like, I didn't even understand why you wanted friends. I had books. And it's like, oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> All right, Twilight. Yeah. And he, you know, hugs her and playfully noogies her and hugs her. And he taught her how to fly a kite. And he splits yeah. an apple with her. And he, like, helps to prove her. that they never fought over stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, help cheers her on and she, like, levitates a book. Yeah, when she's still, like, learning how to use her magic and stuff. And, and she says, she sings, we always supported each other's dreams as we see a bunch of royal guards saluting, and then we cut to Shining Arbor, not in uniform or anything, just as, like, a bootlicker also saluting. Yeah, because, like, all the, like, guys in armor also have, like, the, the, the horizontal line that, like, they use to indicate, like, a ma like adult male pony is looking at the camera to like have the whole snoot shape uh we see it a lot with big mac mm -hmm. but we don't see it with this one because this is like teen shining armor already wanting to be a troop yeah okay and they keep having him look at this camera and it's so weird it's it's real bad yeah because ponies already look kind of weird when they look at the camera but was especially part of it is that i don't like a i don't like looking at shining armor b uh, when we see adults shining armor, he's usually wearing clothes, so it's weird to see him naked. Yeah. Yeah, there's that too. Uh, we do get... Because there, there is also, like, actually kind of a bit of a touching moment with this, of just, like, Twilight, like, the song feeling like it's trailing off into her saying, like, I miss him more than I realize, and, like, because the chariot she rode off in in the first episode, like, goes through the, like, sort of bubble of her face that she's singing, like... Mm -hmm. it, people who've seen the episode, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, people who are only listening, I don't, I don't know how to fucking explain this to you. It's, it's a ghostly version of her head singing the song that like the chariot yeah. goes through to like really imply just like, you know, she's never quite realized that like, fuck. Now that she's not there, she doesn't know. But like, it's, it's a cute moment. Yeah, it, it's very. And yeah, then. <laughs> yeah, and then so. For you, I, I, for you who have seen Friendship is Witchcraft, this is the song. The friendship is witchcraft version of this song is about Twilight and Shining Armor singing Since we're not related it'll be okay is the joke. Yeah. And this I remember because this part they also the, the joke lyric is so all of Twilight's friends' heads, you know, the rest of the basics show up as other smaller ghostly heads, and the joke lyric is Twilight, please let this song end. We're a bunch of floating heads. <laughs> Oh, very good. But yeah, the the thing is, they just kick in for like one more version of the chorus of just like having a like, yeah, it was cool that you had this brother that you did so much with. That's that's great. Yeah. 
had like a nice again like <sighs> there's so much of this song that actually has like good animation work in it because mm-hmm. like they there have been a pair of clouds in the background for this entire like bit of scene and like they turn into two like a like a cloud version of the two younger ponies and like throwing a ball back and forth and like the ball goes too pa- far past the shining armor armor pony so he starts like running after it like as as clouds yeah, yeah. and it goes so off to canterlot which and the camera just pans down to our characters. Like, it's so good. Yeah, and then we we see Twilight kind of looking off at Canterlot in the distance, which you can see because there's a big orb over it. Remember the orb? That'll be orb important yep. later. Everyone remember the big pink orb over Canterlot. Canterlot has a big pink orb over it, and no one has asked questions about why the capital of this fucking area has a giant pink orb around it. No one's asking questions about my orbs either, even though they're much better and closer and they smell better, but whatever. Agreed. But here we are. But then but then it's ruined because, like, as she finishes the song for realsies this time, they're just, like, a ghost version of adult shining armor standing next to her that, like, fades out while she's crying is finishing the last line. It's like, hey, this was good, and then it turned into a goddamn Disney movie. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Why'd you do that? It's a little on the nose. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, because she sings, like... And then... And then... Because, like, this is where... Oh, oh, fuck, right, this bit. Because then... Because... I was going to say... Because, like, this is where Applejack, like... (sighs) Wanders over to, like, try and pull her out of her depressive state. And it's like... Hey, as one of your PFFs, pony friends forever, and everyone else in the area is just like, oh, <laughs> I want to tell you that your brother sounds like a good guy. And hey, Graceful Spark, yeah. did um, did your sense of humor infect Applejack? Because that, <laughs> uh, especially after the B the BBBFF and turning into the <laughs> PFF thing, like, I. You did this. <laughs> uh, You're happy- actually influencing the show now. <laughs> I'm happy to rub off on her. What could I say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah. one of your PFFs. Fuck you, Spack. Anyways. Mm-hmm. And then this is where Twilight mentions that she says something like, oh, ever since he became captain of the Royal Guard, he's been so busy or whatever. Yeah, and Rarity has a second goddamn fainting spell. Yeah. Because she's like, a princess and the captain of the royal guard. Ooh la la. Yeah, she's she's so excited. She like busts a nut and has to pull a pillow (laughs) over to catch her head as she faints. She's so excited. The important thing is, it's it's like angry pouting Twilight who pulls the pillow over. Oh, right. So even while she's angry and pouty, she's still like, God damn it, Rarity's not going to pull over her fainting couch in time. I gotta make sure her pillow gets under her head. <laughs> the fainting couch is only for bad things. <laughs> oh, right, yes. Huh, I wonder if the fainting couch is ever going to come back. I hope so. Yeah. I hope not, because it means only good things happen to Rarity from now on, and she deserves it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And then every and then we gotta pull back and every pony else is happy except for Twilight who is still a grump. Yeah. And like I don't blame her. Like mm-hmm. like very definitely she deserves to be mm-hmm. grumpy here. Like again, her brother she thought was she was super close to is just getting fucking married and she found out uh 
by the letter of like princess wait princess celestia wrote both those letters i, I think that's the princess celestia inviting them to the wedding and princess celestia giving them the jobs why isn't that coming from shine like because he's been that busy. should be coming from him or 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 cadence right like because like, if you because if you ask shining army he'll mention this later in the episode he's been so busy with his you know royal guard shit that he hasn't had time to like do any wedding stuff yeah it it does just feel weird that it's yeah honestly no. i wouldn't put it past celestia to just like shine like sign shining armor's name on it and yeah. just be like hey buddy i sent a letter to your sister inviting her to the wedding for you uh i put your name on it because like obvi- like fucking obviously that is the thing you should fucking yeah. do yeah like yeah, or the, obviously. Yeah, like if I were Celestia, I would like write the letter and then like sign his name or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, just like Celestia writes the letter, puts his name at the bottom of it, sends it off, goes over and talks to him and be like, "Hey, your sister and her friends, they're coming here to help with the wedding. I put your name on the bottom of the letter so that they don't get weird about it because it's obvi- like you're busy, but you should be the one to send that invite. So I did it for you, motherfucker, <laughs> because Celestia is a bit of a troll like that let's be honest that's sort of a vibe that she has yeah yeah like yeah. let's all remember the teacup yeah yeah you're welcome mm-hmm. i did the thing for you that you should have done but i realize you're busy so like i'm only gonna be slightly snarky about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we rise for our, our national horse anthem and we are on the train to counterlot baby yeah here we go we get we get Rainbow Dash being all excited about how, oh, this is going to be the best wedding ever. There's going to be a Sonic Rainbow there. Yeah, and Pinkie Pie's like, yeah, it's going to be the best wedding ever. I'm going to be taking care of the, the, the whole planning shit. Yeah, and Spike's like, yeah, and I'm going to take care of the bachelor party. What's a bachelor party? And they all just kind of laugh at him. Yeah, like, damn it, Rarity, you should be the one to tell him. I- Let him know. Let yeah, him know, Rarity. I, I thought it'd be very funny if Rarity's like, okay, if Rarity's like kind of took him aside and like started whispering or something. Yeah, like that would that would have been cute. Even if it wasn't like a direct thing we saw that like clearly she was actually like doing the thing of informing him. Uh, don't mm. worry, listener. Though this is the last time the bachelor party ever comes up. It 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 stops existing after this point. It's it's gone. Oof. Oh. But- Darn, I, I, was, I was excited to see Spike's bachelor party. I think that would, I thought that would have been fun. I mean, I would have thought that would have been fun too, but um, as far as I know, it doesn't happen. I think that's just, that's it. I think that's the last mention of the bachelor party. Darn. Yeah. yeah so everyone else lasts except for Twilight, who is you know, looking sad out the window. And there's, there's a moment here I really wanted to point out where Applejack notices Twilight's feelings. I find a lot of Applejack this episode. She's being very like, tuned into Twilight's needs, and I respect that. Good Applejack. Yeah. She's Quality a fucking Applejack. main character for change. Yeah. Okay, so Applejack says, uh, you know, notices Twilight being sad. She says, well, why the long face, sugar cube? And I really expected her to say, I'm a horse, Applejack. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, no, she just, like, she takes it at face value, and she's, you know, just still upset long about Long face value. Armor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, she's like, where did he even meet Princess Mia? Whatever. Yeah. Applejack's like, yeah, you know, 
you're, you're still brother and sister. He still cares about you. I'm sure he's still yeah. busy. Probably still, you know, bitter about it. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Hey. Then, then they pass through the orb, yeah? Yeah, that, that is when they pass through the orb. Um, which does make me wonder, because, like, Twilight seems shocked about the orb. So is the orb not diegetic? No, it is, because, like, when it passes over them, they, like... Yeah, I mean, I mean, the visibility of the orb. Yeah. Yeah, because, like... Cause, uh, yeah, she seems very surprised when she goes through it. Also, yeah. I really fucking love that just, like, there's two guards at the train track with cross spears. As if a fucking pair of spears are gonna do anything but a goddamn train. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's, you know, it serves the same purpose as, like, having a, a signal, right? But whatever. I, I guess? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it is very funny. You're right. Just these... Also, like, there's just some guardhouses that aren't connected to anything. So, like, how do they get there after their shift? Do they have to, like, walk on the tracks? Does the train come out and pick them up? I mean... They're Pegasi, right? No, these guys are unicorns. Oh, no, no, they're right. Oh, I bought a teleport or some shit. <laughs> so I remember that there were a lot of Pegasi guards in the later parts of this scene. Yeah, yeah, the, they're fully integrated at this point. Yeah. I think we've been seeing Earth Pony on the, after we get off the train, which is yeah. unusual. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's in the foreground, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Right. Oh, they finally repealed uh, Don't Clop, Don't Tell. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, the main six get off the train, and there's just there's just guards everywhere. Mm. There's a lot of them. All of them are, yeah. just, are glaring. It's really not a great vibe. Yeah. They get out, and like, yeah, they kind of notice this, and at some point all this Twilight says, oh, for Pony's sake. I don't think we're there yet. I thought that was a weird expression is all. Yeah. But they get off, and yeah, someone notices all the guards. I think Twilight notices, like, no, oh, there's a shitload of guards here. That's weird. And Mary's like, yeah. oh, well, royal weddings do bring out the strangest ponies. And we yeah, cut to necessary Pinkie precaution. Pie. Mm -hmm. And we cut to Pinkie Pie who seizes some confetti and keeps walking, and no one comments on it, which is the right way to do that fucking joke. Yeah, I was so happy to be like... Pinkie Pie just sneezes, and then and confetti comes out, and just everyone walks back like there's even a shot of them just walking over the confetti like it's nothing. Like, good. Yes. Congratulations. Correct. Yeah. It's... Okay, I hate to, like, get into this now, but I was... I was checking out some Gen 5 over our time skew situation. Mm-hmm. Just to see what it was like. And God, no, they can never just, like, let a joke sit. They always <sighs> have to point it out. It's... Ah. <sighs> I don't want to be a Gen 5 hater, but I think it is worse. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. But yeah, Maybe. like, Twilight, yeah, Twilight's being grumpy, and Alpha's just like, well, you've got to go a Big Brother to go congratulate. And Twilight's like, yeah, congratulate. Then I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And one of the guards who walks past just looks like he's in fucking shock at that. And it's just like, my guy, are you are you worried that, that the princess is student is gonna murder the captain of the guard is that what's going through your mind right now 
Like, yeah. why is this your reaction to this? Like, the other guard's just kind of looking at her going past being like, well, that's a weird thing to just fucking say in the middle of a <laughs> train station, yeah. but all right. Yeah, no, I, I think he... I honestly interpreted that as, like, his his cop brain is flaring up. Like, oh, no, should I do something? That was a threat, right? I should do something? I should put her in horse jail? I should, but she's I also should, the princess's student. I think she has a higher social class than me. Fuck, I can't, I should, I can't I arrest someone her. who's richer than me. I should pull her aside for... Oh, put a pin in that. Don't you worry. Mm. Should we pull her aside for extra screening? Should we pat her down? Should we yell at her for saying the word penis? <laughs> uh... Did I tell you that story? What? I don't think you did, but I'd love okay. to hear it. Okay, so once upon a time, back when I had air travel, oh. I was, you know, I was at the airport, I was I was flying around for the holidays, and I was going through security, and mm-hmm. I went through the, uh, you know, the backscatter machine that, like, you know... The trans detector, st- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, good foreshadowing, dear. So I, hmm. I went through, and uh, the machine highlighted this uh, this weird bulge between my thighs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they say, oh, okay, well, we're going to have to pat you down. We get a female officer, and this lady comes along. She's, you know, I don't know, mid-50s maybe, you know, about, you know, head or so, sh- head and a half shorter than I am, curly gray hair, stuff like that. And hmm. she looks at me, and she says, you know, well, is there, like, a medical device or anything in there I should know about? And I just kind of lower my voice, and I say, you know, I'm transgender, it's my dick. And she's like, well, there's no need for that kind of language. Do you need a, do you want a male or a female agent to pat you down? I'm just sitting there like, what did you want me to say? Like, that's the most straightforward way I could have said it. Did you want me to say penis? Want me to say penis right? in this, like, crowded airport terminal? I think that would be worse. It's my phallus, madam. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's my uh uh it's uh, ma'am. If I wanted to be rude to you, I I would have. I promise. Yeah, we we can be more rude than that. Don't uh, worry. <laughs> uh, there you go. That there was my TSA story for you. I thought I was. I thought I would get off. The last time this happened, they. Just kind of had me go. Th- it was like, huh? Went through again in a flight by left sock instead. <laughs> I thought I, I thought <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, so we get Celestia just on the lookout, and by on the lookout, I mean she's up in a tower with a telescope. Yeah. What? <sighs> <laughs> just really fun. She's like a pool lifeguard. Yeah. Right. And that's what she's doing. Yeah, that's how she's on guard, is she's just at the top of a very tall tower with a telescope pointed one direction, and that's it. I kind of assume she'd at least be, like, flying around, like, no one else could do this? No one else could be on telescope duty? Right? Fucking wild. <sighs> yeah. We hand down to just even more guards, and one of them's in, uh, twilight-colored armor. Which is very funny to me. Yeah, is that shining armor in his big purple getup? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so I'd like to point out shining armor's like cre- head helmet crest thing looks like his hair. Yeah, which I only now noticed. Um, to be fair, the other guards also similarly have their crest and at least tails matching. Okay, um, fair enough. God, it would be so good if he pulled off the helmet and the like. 
the crest just retracted in because it's just their hair yeah. that gets stuck up through it. That would have been <laughs> would be such fun. a good sight gag. That would be funny. Yeah. I would Especially if they that. just... Yeah. It would have been very good. But they didn't do that. No, instead, uh, yeah. Yeah, Twy walks up. These guys are like, hey, what are you doing? It's... And uh, Charlie's like, hey, it's my sister. It's it's Twily. He calls her Twily, by the way. He does call her Twily a few times. It is a thing. And then, you know, Twy tries to hug her. She doesn't want to be touched. She's like, how dare you? Like, you didn't you didn't tell your sister you're getting married? For Pony's sake. There we go. Instead of for Pete's sake, it's for Pony's sake. Yeah. And and Shiny Armor is like, I, it's not my fault. Princess Celestia's, like, increased security. Do, don't you see all the guards? And Twilight's like, yeah, it's a big wedding coming up. Maybe you've heard of it. And just like, not nah, the Twilight. The... The guards are because someone's made a threat against the fucking nation, and we don't know who did it. So and we're someone... like super on guard. We're also getting doing a wedding at the same time. Really, yeah, buddy? So, someone <laughs> really? called it. A, someone called it a bomb threat. Yeah, like so, somebody sent horse anthrax to Princess Celestia. Yeah, but like, <gasps> so, so, they, they had said... to have been on. <laughs> Sorry, the thing someone is. Said... Said Fultonil to Shining Armor, uh, and like three royal guards saw it and died immediately. Fentanyl, horse fentanyl. Anyway, um, Book yeah, just like, yeah, but like, the order of these events have to be for for this to have worked out. Someone had to have said a threat against Canterlot. Shining Armor would have had to put up the, the, the shield. By the way, Shining Armor is the one casting the bubble. Yeah, he's the one it's making a whole the thing. horse field. Only he yeah. can make the horse field, which I guess makes sense because his cutie bark is a shield with Twilight's sparkly thing on it. Yeah, which makes the sparkly thing just sort of a hereditary bit of a cutie mark. So yeah, the only thing that's actually Twilight about the cutie mark is the extra little stars around the outside. Yeah, because also Shining Armor has a crest with what looks like his or Twilight's cutie mark, but he later mentions that it was his favorite uncle's. Yeah, so like the six-pointed like red star thing that is the center of Twilight's cutie mark is hereditary for that family. That's weird, guys. Anyway. I wonder um, if her parents have that. Okay, there was well, an episode no, where we it, saw them, right? It, yeah, so, so Twilight's mom, Twilight Velvet, has like three five-pointed stars and her, mm. and her dad, Nightlight, has like two crescent moons inside each other. Huh. Maybe it skips a generation. Or maybe maybe Shining Armor had the crest altered with his cutie mark, but the crest itself was his uncle's. Who knows? Maybe, yeah, who fucking knows? It's it's weird. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. So, but like, they would, there would have to be the threat against Canterlot. He would have to put up the bubble and then decide to get married? But... No, because with, with, that doesn't make any sense because the threat is against the wedding. But it's it's not, is it? It's it's like okay, the, but the it's thruster, a threat made against Canterlot. Okay, but like, and this this may require some foreknowledge here, but like the nature of the threat is something that is going to attack the wedding, right? Y yeah, but like, so therefore they want the exact because uh, because I had I had. 
listened very closely to exactly what Shining Armor said for this, because I was very curious what their opinion on this whole thing would be. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what he exactly said was that there was a threat made against Cantalot. We don't know who's responsible, but Princess Celestia asked me to provide additional protection. And, like, then shows off that he's the one doing the bubble. Mm. So he has... There has it has to have been bubble up first, before wedding, or else he would yeah, have told Twilight beforehand. Yes. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense because exactly the only reason there would be a because the threat is to the wedding. The only reason the no. threat would have been called in is because yeah, you know, there would be no threat if there was no wedding. I, which we, I know, and I know like I just dis- I disagree though I. But then he wouldn't say it would be against Cantalot. He'd say it would be about the wedding. Well, he doesn't know it's about the wedding. Like, he doesn't know... He doesn't know the wedding is being attacked, but... You know, maybe this is... You know, this is getting into spoiler shit, so maybe we should dot 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 this, but, like... No, I agree... Because, like, I agree the only... I agree that the They would have to know about the threats... Before they scheduled the wedding, because otherwise Shining Armor would have been free. Yeah, that that was clearly what I was saying. Was just that. yes. So you're correct with that, but that do- that doesn't make any sense because the only reason to have heightened security is because the thing is going to happen to the wedding, as we will see. <sighs> Either way, I don't think this quite makes sense. Yeah, I, it, I, it's I think a the order of events is weird. It's a whole strange choices. Yeah. But this is where um, we finally have the discussion of Twilight being like, so who, you're getting married to some, like, person I've never fucking met before. Uh, so before this... Oh, sorry, I... Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so Twilight's all confused and such, but then, before then, uh, Shining Armor asked Twilight Sparkle to be his best mare. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he does this, like, little tidy smile face. Mm Mm-hmm. It is pretty cute, actually. Yeah, like, there's a lot of good expressions in this episode, and Shining Armor does get them. Yeah, there's one rarity one towards the end of the episode that I feel like I need to call out specifically, but yeah, there is... Shining Armor does get a lot of cute faces this episode. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, especially because, you know, he has the bags under his eyes. It's, it's clear that making the horse feel takes a lot out of him. Yeah. So he Yeah, we can like... see him, like, twinge from, like, a headache while he's holding it, mm-hmm. like it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he does do his little like you know, his little like pretty please face when he when he asks her to be his best mare, and that's also funny because again, in audience world weddings, this is the best man. Is Equestria so hard up for dudes that you have that even the groom at a wedding has to have a woman be his like number one horse? Hi, that was the job I did for my dad's wedding. Yeah. It was it was me or either my other two sisters, so <laughs> Which, you know, is pretty good. Like, to be clear, that's fine. I think it's fun. Yeah. I do think it's funny. I Yeah. I I think it you know, it makes sense for him, it all makes sense. It's it is funny to imagine that Equestria is so matriarchal, there's so the the girl to boy ratio is so skewed that it's hard for most guys don't have other guy friends to ask. We're we're getting excuses for Final Fantasy races to only have one gender present level of, <laughs> of gender uh, disparity here. Mm-hmm. Very funny. 
Maybe Aquarius or, doesn't have any dudes because they're all pressed into Royal Guard service. <laughs> all pressed into the Royal Guard press form where they all come out with the exact same dude. Just yeah. either white or gray. Uh, all stallions have to do have to do their mandatory military service before they're allowed to join society. Yeah. And then they're dronification kinked into just being guards for the rest of their lives. I don't yeah. fucking know. Except for military service. Except for Big Mac, who, as we all know, dodged the draft. Yep. Because he's a draft horse. Yeah. Ah! And, and I do love that, like, yeah, there's, like, there's, like, Dr. Hooves, and I, I just realized, at a later point, we are going to see a, a couple that are arguing, and one of them is just, um, Dr. Hooves, but gray. Yeah. But, like, I'm remembering wrong that you have, like, shamrock key marks or some yeah, shit? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. We'll get to them eventually. Yeah, three or four leaf clovers. That was a, that was a whole vibe. But yeah. Yeah, that um, was a weird scene, but I want to get there in a bit. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, Twilight's like, okay, fine, I'll be your best mayor. But then, you know, who the, but then who the fuck is Princess Miyamura Cadenza? Like, you're married to somebody you don't even know. When did you even meet? And, yeah. and he's like, that's Cadence, that she, she was your foal sitter. Yeah, like, Cadenza, Cadence, Twilight, did you, did, you had two important people who were around <laughs> the same age, and they were the only people you spent time around as a kid. By the way, you did just say that your brother was like the only friend you had, and then now <laughs> just like, in this episode, Cadence is just yeah. invented as well as yeah. your other best friend that you didn't mention in your song about your brother being yeah. your only best friend. Yeah, what who the was... fuck, Twilight? Yeah, who... it doesn't count if she was paid to be friends with you. <laughs> God, that would be such a good twist for the story going forward, is just that like Cadence was just like, yeah, Twilight, I was being paid money to be nice to you. Because I was full-sitting you. That's what full-sitters do. Yeah, I'm actually like, a piece of shit. I just don't like you. Like, I don't like yeah. you. I'm a piece of shit. But I was being paid to be nice to you, so I'm going to be nice to you then. That, that would have been, been a really fun thing for that, this that episode That would have been really do. good. That would have been a much better cover. I'm getting ahead of yeah. myself. But that would have been... Mm -hmm. That would have been very funny. It would have been extremely funny. Uh... Yeah, you, you fucking brat. You fucking right? nerd. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking little song we did together? Fucking stupid shit. I, I had that a kid with, and I was being paid double I, once your parents found out about that shit. I did that with 20 other kids. We had the same gay little handshake. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, Twilight's like, oh, D. Kane's the best full sitter ever? And he's like, you tell me she was your full sitter. Also, Just such a, like, nothing reply, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess he wouldn't know. He he wasn't there. I, okay, but, like, another funny Shining Arbor reply would be like, oh, what am I, chopped liver? Implying he also had to full sitter sometimes. That mm. would have been funny. But regardless. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a whole, like, there's a whole little flashback here. I don't think it's a song, is it? It, shit, was it? It doesn't, I don't think it was. No, it no, was not no. a song. It it, yeah. it just has like it's just it a very montage. much like I expected it to be a song though it feels like a song like montage yeah. songs like spot yeah. but they already did one of those so yeah but it's like yeah but it's like Kane's who by the way can I just say something about how like 
How fucking well off is Twilight's family that they had a goddamn god queen? Cadence is an alicorn, by the way. This is the first time we see Cadence. Yeah. And she's an alicorn. Twilight calls her a unicorn because we hadn't canonized the word alicorn yet. But, like, mm-hmm. she has the horn, she has the wings, and she's a princess. Like, she is she is a god king. I yeah. think she's later established to be, like, Celestia's adopted niece or something. Alright. But still, like... Yeah, like, she's still a god king. She'll have a throne later. Yeah, put yeah. a pin in that. But, like, how, how fucking bougie do you have to be to have a god king to be your babysitter? I'm... You know, the more I think about it, the more I'm actually impressed Twilight managed to come out as a, like, remotely normal fucking person after that upbringing. Yeah, like, she, like, went to... She went to, like, President God King's school for... School for autistic children who are great. Her, her babysitter was a goddamn god king. She grew up in yeah. Horse New... In fa- not, not Horse New York, that's Manhattan, but, like, the fancy-pants, bougie, racist capital... And, like, yeah, she's relatively well-adjusted. Yeah, she's a bit of a nerd. She's got she's got some eccentric shit that she does, but almost all of it's just, like, yeah, some, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, she's autistic. Your autistic you friend. Do? Yeah, exactly, right, yeah, exactly, like... She's not, you know, shitty rich person-eccentric. She's an yeah. autistic person with a lot of hyperfixations and a lot of books that they like to read. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, I honestly think... Yeah, I, I honestly think Twy has no idea she was, like brought up particularly well like i think i think i think uh, twilight would at a slightly more realistic show or a show that was like more willing to talk about class have like someone stab at her like i can't just buy another phone twilight i can't afford it yeah like twilight you just moved into town and you live in the goddamn library and all you have to do is just like be here your entire job is writing the God King letters about how you're learning about friendship. That's yeah. your entire job. Yeah, Applejack has... has to fucking kick trees all day. Yeah, and she can't even afford her granny's hip surgery. Twilight has the whole yeah. equivalent of an email job. She works at the spreadsheet mines. Exactly. Like, which if they wanted to engage with that, that would actually be a really interesting storyline to engage with. Because, like, the Twilight we know would try and fucking solve problems for her friends. It would probably be a thing of, like, her trying to solve people's problems, like, with the material wealth she has. Yeah. And just, like, running into problems, just like, if you're just openly offering to fix individual problems, you're not really changing anything. Because yeah. you're just going to have, like, infinite line of people who have personal problems that need changing. And you're going to burn through all your personal wealth fixing personal problems when the systematic problems would solve all that shit. Yeah. Dear, dear Princess Celestia, let me tell you about wealth yeah. redistribution. There is, We're doing it. Like, yeah. Okay, so, great. So, in Equestria Girls, and I know I'll talk about this in a year or so, mm-hmm. but, like, there is, it never gets explicitly brought up, but there is, it is made pretty clear, there's one music number that, like, pretty starkly contrasts this, where Human Twilight lives in, like, a fucking McMansion. Because, what? you know. Of course she fucking does. Yeah, because she goes to the rich kid school. Uh, put a pin in that. And then that is immediately contrasted with Sunset Shimmer, who came through the mirror and is basically a an emancipated minor. She is a, a basically a homeless teen with, you know, no parents. And she's it's made pretty clear she's living off, like, whatever job she can get and some kind of social assistance because she lives alone in a loft on, like, what's pretty clearly a less-than-great part of town. Fuck. 
uh, I understand even more why you like her. Shit. Yeah, and it's, like, made... It is made so clear that, like... And the show never mentions this, of course, but, like, mm-hmm. it is made so clear that Huba Twilight has this, like, nice-ass house and Sunset lives in... Again, she is living the life of a an emancipated teen on on public assistance, basically. And, yeah. Uh, and fortunately, human candlelight seems to have a pretty robust safety net for this sort of thing, but it's still not great. That mm-hmm. she has, you know, compared. And, like, I so wanted to see, like, a short or something. I want to write this fanfic or something where, like, Twilight, where, like, Sunset drops her phone, it breaks, and Twilight's like, you know, just buy a new one, and Twilight's like, and Sunset's like, I work at the sushi joint, Twilight, I make minimum wage, I can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah, How, yeah, with what money, Twilight? Yeah, I, I make $7 an hour, Twilight. Yeah. <sighs> it, it's, the scene is so stark in my head, it it makes me sad we never got it, but, like, you know. Mm. I think there was something there to be said about horse classism, and the show is not yeah. interested in dealing with that, and I completely understand why. Regardless. I would really love a kid's show that would just, like, push just as far as they can on, like, some classism shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they could do it now, just because, like, fucking right-wingers will be like, oh, this this kid's show has more than one black person and it's clearly woke propaganda mm-hmm. garbage now. Fuck that. But, like, it'd be really cool if there was a show that was just like, hey, let's talk about class structure, but in, mm-hmm. like, a thinly enough veiled metaphor that parents will think their kids won't get it, but the kids will get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we do also, in this little montage, get to see that... Um, uh, Cadence has has her own little magic talent, uh, wherein uh, we see two ponies uh, arguing, and Cadence does her little gay little blue magic that like puts their like broken heart back together, and the yeah, two of them like, go from bickering to like lovey dovey shit again. Yeah, she like yeah she heart blasts them. Her cutie bark is a crystal heart, by the way. Remember that. Hmm. Her, her, her cutie bark may even be the crystal heart, but yeah, like they're arguing, and it's. A, it's a great doctor who's with the three shamrocks and this like yellow pegasus mare with a turf ba- with like brown turf bangs and I think it's supposed to be like a tire or something because her her cutie bark is like a, a burning car tire. Is it? Holy shit. Oh yeah. Wow. I see the thing is, those those bangs are way too long. They're like in her eyes. I was yeah. very much getting the like yeah, it's like a hair um, helmet sort of thing. It's like a bowl cut. Yeah. It's like the horse version of a bowl cut. The the thing that, that I got from, especially with like how straight her mane is, is mm-hmm. the um like I know otaku is like a male angled mm-hmm. term, but like the female version of that, of like the, the, the stay at home anime like kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very specific vibe, and this this fucking pony has it in spades. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a compliment, but here we are. Yeah. So I did a quick look up, and apparently, uh, burning rubber butt here is named Wildfire, and she is the OC of series storyboard artist Sabrina Alberghetti. Fuck yes. But yes, get your show. goddamn yeah. Why would pony Sona in there? Yeah. Yeah. Why do wouldn't it. you? I would do the same thing in her shoes. Come on. Yeah. 
If I ever was involved in making a show, you know every single fucking background character would be, like, friends, D&D characters, or, like, their sonas and shit. Mm-hmm. I would just do that. I would do it without comment. And just see how long until the director comes and talks <laughs> no, to me about it. Until someone notices. And my response would be, well, are you changing all the background characters then? Because <laughs> you could hire someone to do that, or you could keep using them as background characters. Yeah. You can and that's how I lose the job. But hey, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good while it lasted. Happy ending. Yep. <sighs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great haircut. But- after seeing that and it's it is where she can like just hey check this out go go gadget love potion bam love wins yeah yeah weird it's really interesting that like most ponies like the the color their magic is is very similar to at least some other color on their body Mm. and like hers is blue Mm -hmm. but like the only thing blue on her is her like hair tie. Yeah, the thing which by she looks very cute with the ponytail. I love that on her. Yeah, the ponytail is a very good look. Anyway. Also, like it is kind of fucked up how like, oh yeah, if you have an argument in public, Cadence will just like blast you and suddenly you you're you're making up again. Like Yeah. That's not gonna that's not gonna solve what we were arguing about, Cadence. Like, you know, my wife's still sleeping around. Oh, maybe they're just having a heated argument about, about like, nothing actually important, and they're yeah. just like, that happens. You're having an yeah. argument, like, you're having a conversation with your friend, and, like, one of you says something the other disagrees with, and it just kind of escalates, even though the argument, it, like, it turns into a big argument yeah. about fucking nothing. Just, yeah, like you I, both kind of scaled it up and didn't mean to. Yeah. Also, what, what if those people weren't in love in the first place? Like, what if they were, like, what if they were breaking up? What if they were, like... What if they hated each other? They were just having an argument. Like, what if they never yeah. liked each other in the first place? And now you just gave them an enemies to lovers arc cadence. Did she just go around blasting random folks? <laughs> They're both of them are sleeping with the same pony and found <laughs> out that that pony's cheating with like them with yeah. each other. Yeah. And this is the like, fuck that pony. We're both going to just date now. Energy. Yeah. yeah which honestly, like, love wins, right? Yeah. Like, I am. I am forever here for. Uh, like. The, the, you know, the person in the middle who's been, like, trying to flirt with both people in, who are, like, both monogamous. Like, both of them being like, fuck that person, but you know what? You're cool. <laughs> Marinogamous, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, exactly. Like, both both of us liked this person's tastes, which yeah. means we probably like each other's tastes. So fuck them. They lied to both of us, <laughs> but hey. I... I get it. If I was if I was the president of love, I would probably also go around like, bam, polycule, bam, polycule, bam, polycule. Yeah. Love wins. Yeah. Like, to be clear, uh, also, just, like, polyamorous people, very cool. Uh, just be open with your partners about what's going on. That That's just what yeah. I'm saying here. This this joke only works if they're, if they're marinogamous. Yeah. <laughs> Cat girl horses be marinogamous. Thank you. Yeah. This is nothing. And then... I mean, uh, the thing is, they, she might have also just turned a, like, conflicted angle into a perfect triangle, which is yeah. a fun thing to have happen with a goddamn polycule. Yeah. A a proper love triangle where people where every where every edge is actually something and not a love angle. Oh, I think I've already had the discussion about it once before, but um best love triangle fucking ever is I've ever seen is uh goddamn uh Iron Blooded Orphans, the the Gundam series. They're just 
they set it up originally to be a goddamn uh like two girls bickering over a guy love triangle and then they just find out about polycules being real and the girl who's pushing most of the fighting was just like wait a second both of us could have babies with him and that means even more cute babies that look like him all right never mind this love, is fine polycule achieves Love wins. Also, I I do forget that straight people exist in Equestria, even though we are here to have a straight wedding. Like I, yeah, I I kind of forget there are straight people in Equestria sometimes. There's at least two of two couples in this episode. Yeah, I admittedly I just kind of assume that most pony relationships are uh, a pair of bi people who have ended up in you know yeah. a, an opposite gendered relationship because mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they're straight. It's just two bi people in yeah, an opposite yeah. gender relationship. That's whatever. Yeah, love wins. Exactly. Right, then, anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, uh, Twilight's bouncing around. She's like, she's all excited. She loves, she loved Cadence, and yeah, she she put two and two together because uh, Shining Armor was like, Twilight, why didn't you figure this one out? Uh, and yeah, she's like, damn, never mind. You're gonna bar- marry the best fucking princess in town. <laughs> oh, mm, wait a second. Yeah. Celestia, Luna, you all just like turn to look at over Twilight at once. Yeah, who, who am I? Yeah, you, you, you dare step to Princess Graceful Spark. <laughs> uh, uh, the yeah, Ponyville's favorite pretender. Yeah, Cadence comes out. She's got a big, a big swoopy now. I do like her like, new hair as well. Yeah, like I, I love Cadence's design. She's a great horse. I like looking at her. Yeah, very visually pleasing. Mm-hmm. But like Twilight, again, and I mean this with love, being the autistic she is, just like runs over and is like, "Hey, let's do the 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 handshake thing like right now." Yeah, yeah. Did we mention that like in her flashback, she and yes, all right, uh, she and Caddy have a a gay little butt shake. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, because because we were joking about it would be really good if if Cadence just said that with like twenty other kids as well. <laughs> yeah. Hayden shows up and she's like, who, who the fuck is this? And she's like, oh, you don't remember me? And she does, like, her half of the thing. She's like, ladybug, ladybug, bubble, double, do. Sumble, double, duh, and do a little shake. And then we get this great shot of, like, Twilight, just Twilight's butt wiggling at Cadence. And Cadence is like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, that, was a, that was a horse meme for isekai me teens right there. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, that was a that was a shot I remembered for a very long time of just Caden staring at this wiggling butt in like most <laughs> confused, disapproved face. Like, oh, it was very yeah. good. Me when a butt happens. Me when a butt wiggles. Ah, uh, and yeah, and then Caden's like, oh, I don't think I think she she doesn't remember twice. Or she's like, oh yes, absolutely. But like while making the evil face. Yeah, it's it's very much just like. Just like, uh, oh yeah, okay, hi, hi, uh, Twilight, sure. Anyway, I'm gonna go talk to my future husband now. And, and it's just like, yeah, like, the thing is just like, Shining Armor's like, yeah, I'm gonna go back to my station, I gotta, I gotta keep the bubble going, and Cadence is like, yeah, I got other things to do, but just like, gives Twilight the just evilest fucking stink eye you could yeah. possibly imagine while Shining Armor's not looking. Like, yeah. damn, <laughs> damn, subtle. Yeah. Oh, couldn't I, couldn't I hit that better? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, she's really researched her role. Mm. Her role, of course, being bride and Shining Armor's wife. Anyways. Yep. And then we, we cut to uh, Twilight. Extre- and, yeah, extremely grumpy. Extremely grumpy. 
We yeah. do we do get to see Apple Fritter, who's great in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cousin Apple Fritter noticed. If you're a cousin mm-hmm. Apple Fritter noticer, uh, make sure to mark that off on your punch cards. Ten more, and you get to yeah. notice Cousin Apple Fritter for free. Wait, we're charging people to notice Cousin Apple Fritter? Well, no. You you get the first ten notices for free as well. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. I don't. I don't think we you just could. get an eleventh as a bonus. Yeah, yeah. You you get to continue to notice Cousin Apple Fritter. I don't think we mm. could charge people to be, to be frank. I think. Uh, I think she's for every pony. Yeah. But yeah, we get we get Applejack running around the kitchen and she's like got a little chef hat on. Yep. And she's like, ah, look, the, the, the giant cake. We didn't ask we didn't ask Miss Cake the cakes to do this or or Pinkie Pie, because Pinkie Pie also bakes, you know, whatever. We didn't yeah, Applejack did it. And but she's like, the cake's done and Twilight's like, check. And she just goes and makes a fucking ice sculpture in like ten seconds. Like, holy I, shit, I feel, Applejack. I feel like I she like just knocked like the last of the ice sculpture. I I feel like she was doing it round robin, like you know, Okay, do 30 seconds of cake. Do 30 seconds of ice sculpting. Do 30, 30 seconds of fritters. Damn. Which, I didn't know, I don't know Applejack was an ADD queen. <laughs> uh, that, that's why she she seemed was... like she was very thorough in her methods. Uh, well, you know, sometimes you get hyper-focus. And you, you just, that's fair. And you kick trees for 20 hours and forget to eat. Oh, I'm attacked. All right. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, ice sculpture, check. Like and then what also, are they? Uh, it, just... it does seem where you would do the ice sculpture, like it's like the wedding is it for like a day or so, right? Like they're, they're doing the rehearsal later. Like usually you do the the ice sculpture like at the event, right? Because it melts because yeah. it's ice. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. Ah, bite sized apple fritters, and oh. and like she just crams one in Twilight's mouth, and Twilight's like, "Mmm, check." Yeah. Like, oh, like, damn. I think she's specifically, "Oh, best our mini apple fritter you ever tasted." Uh, that's a that's a later one. I, I think that's I think that's a that's a different uh, magic unicorn. That question. Really, I thought that's what she said. She took it out of the oven. Anyways. No, she's she asked asked Cadence that one. Oh, fair enough. But uh, yeah, she's like, oh yeah, taste it. Yeah, she just crams one into Twilight's mouth. The Twilight really enjoys it. That seems to honestly lift her mood. Which fair enough. Yeah, that's... Twilight is moon, food motivated, and I get it. Yeah, like I think I would also find it difficult to be. To be grumpy if I was currently eating a delicious apple fritter. I get that. Yeah. Or if I was currently... I would definitely lift my mood for a while. Yeah, or if I was currently appreciating Cousin Apple Fritter, who is also here. But Twilight's facing the or... wrong way, so she doesn't get to see Cousin Apple Fritter. Yeah. Uh, uh, the alternative angle is Twilight is excited by, by sucking on Applejack's hooves. <laughs> but I don't know if that's quite the same thing. G- girls are allowed to enjoy hoof sucking. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Maybe not in the kitchen, but you know. Yeah, yeah, that's unsanitary, but. Mm-hmm. And then. And and then goes yeah, over to Spike. Yeah, who is playing with the cake toppers. They're like, their little cake toppers are in that nice, like, pointy hoof style that they do sometimes. But no outline yeah. pointy hoof. And they're, they're shining armor in Cadence, and Spike is playing with them like dolls. Like, I do, do you? I do. Now kiss. Mwah, 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 mwah. Yeah, and, and like Twilight just walks up, magics them out of his hands, and puts them puts them down like two feet, not even two feet, like a foot to yeah. the left. Just like I was expecting her to like take them away, not just you know put them far enough away that Spike's gonna have to lean over to pick them back up again. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, because I 
the way he responds, like, he knows he shouldn't be fucking with him, but, you know, he couldn't help himself. It's not like he was doing anything else. Hmm. No, not that it helps. We'll see that later, but... Yeah. And then... And then... Cadence shows up, and Applegate's like, Oh, Princess Cadence, good to see you. And she insists on being called Princess Miyamura Cadenza. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, Cad- and, and Applejack corrects herself, and while Applejack is, like, bowing, Cadence is giving her the most, like, what the fuck are you, peasant face. Yeah. And as soon as Applejack looks up, it's a big, big, sincere smile again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and then as soon as Applejack turns around again, she's, like, back to the resting bitch face. Yeah, like... Resting bug face. What? Anyways. What? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then... Twilight's watching her as she... Twilight... Applejack offers Cadence a... A best darn apple fritter he ever tasted. And then... Yeah. And Cadence picks one up with her green magic. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And she chews it up and she's like, Oh, I I love, love, love them. Yeah, and like... It's not really that believable of a yeah. fucking. You can do better than that. Yeah, come on. But yeah, um, yeah, the, the, the Cadence gets handed a bag because Applejack's like, well, hooved a bag. Yeah. And because Applejack's like, here, here, take, take some. We made a few extra, so like, I, you know, I know how you, how you brides are not eating before the wedding and all. Yeah, she, yeah, she's like, I know you'll get how brides get. You'll be busy and you'll forget to get something in your belly. Yeah. yeah, she's being considerate. I would like to point out, even while Applejack is handing over, hoofing over the bag, um, Spike is already in the background playing with the yeah. cake toppers again. Yeah, and also when Applejack hands the bag over, we get this very good, like, Cadence looks away and she makes that horse squeaky noise. Yeah. I do love the, like, I'm in an awkward situation squeak noise. I love the squeak. Yeah. You love this week. And Cadence just, yeah, Cadence takes the bag, walks away, just hucks the bag in the garbage on her way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, and Twilight's you know, like, hey, did you see that? And no one else saw it. So she's like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, and then we cut. That's, that's about the extent of that. Yeah, and then, but then we cut to uh, Twilight talking to Rarity. Like, oh, you should have seen how she acted back there. I don't know when she changed, but she changed. And she like, you know, oh, call me Princess Miyamura Cadenza. I love, love, love them. Yeah, Twilight's getting real hissy about it. And again, like, Cadence isn't doing much of an effort to hide being, um, evil, I'm gonna be honest. Let's be honest. Twilight calls her evil later. Like, the children watching this show are clearly intended to extremely pick up on what Twilight's signaling. Yeah. And like, on one hand... I do kind of appreciate it for folks who, like, may not be paying attention. But on the other hand, we're stuck in this world. I would quite like to actually have some level of nuance in this presentation. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, exactly, right? Because it's like... Yeah, she does, like, every... Every, like, villain-coded thing you could do. Like, she, uh... Like, even when, like, she shows up and and Applejack calls her, Oh, Princess Cadence! And, like, she says, Please call me... And you think she's gonna do the thing where she's like, Oh, please call me... You don't have to call me Princess, just call me Cadence. But no, yeah. she does the other thing, and it says like the longer name, because mm-hmm. because that's the full title. Yeah, because that's cartoon evil person shorthand for bitch, for evil. Yeah, for yo know, evil vizier or whatever. 
Yeah, just and, always glaring whenever people aren't looking. Yeah, like, and, and, and like always making the stink eye at the camera, or like, I'm just saying that, uh, like, if we were playing Among Us, she would be getting thrown out the airlock immediately, out the marilock immediately. Yeah, oh, 100%. When, 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 the, when the princess is sus, the princess. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, she comes in, and, and Rarity's got, like, we talk about Rarity's cute, like, while she's working glasses, because Rarity's glasses are very cute I, while I, she's working. I, I love her little boardroom glasses. I love that she wears, like, the measuring tape around her neck. Yeah. Great horse. Yeah. Work mode Rarity is very adorable. Yeah. Um. Cadence is like, oh, hmm, this is, this is a nice dress you've made for me, but I was expecting something with a little, like, a little longer and, you know. Which is, like, some really reasonable responses to, like, yeah. you know, seeing the dress design for the first time. Yeah, she is, like, rude about it. She's like, I was hoping for something with more beating and a longer train. But, like... Yeah. But, like, other, on the face of it, it's a very, like, reasonable request. Yeah, especially if she hasn't seen it before. Exactly, right? Like, e even Rarity is like, mm, well, I'm gonna have to do some extra work, but fine. Yeah, especially like, given, that, like, you know, she apparently didn't have anything to go on before then, you know? Yeah. And... And then, yeah, the the three bridesmaids show up. Yeah, who are Lyra, Colgate, aka Minuet, and I forget Pink Hair's name. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, I don't, yeah. The thing is, just like Princess, like Cadence looks over at the 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 dresses for the bridesmaids and says, "Make those a different color." And then all three bridesmaids are like, "I love them." And Cadence just repeats with, like, make them a different color. And then just leaves. Yeah. And it's like, there's the shitty thing. Yeah. Yeah, not even, like, yeah, like, not even, like, a specific color, which is like, oh, you know, oh, they can't wear these colors because blah, blah, because, oh, tradition, or because they wouldn't match with whatever or something. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I want yeah. them a different color, just, you know, that... Period. Yeah, just like making, that's very making demands for the sake of it, and she like glares at Lyra, Minute, Colgate, and apparently the a white coat pink maid is named Twinkleshine. I didn't know that. Huh. Alright. I have a feeling we probably don't see much of her then, huh? Yeah, she certainly didn't like get adopted by the fandom or anything. She didn't like, because everyone knows Lyra, right? Everyone loves Lyra. Yeah. I, I know Colgate. She, she's at least appreciate among the dentistry ponies for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's the toothpaste boy story, which I think I've told on the podcast before. Yeah. And, but yeah, she yells at the three of them. But they're like all kind of like, uh, or, and then, yeah, she tells Rarity to make it do it different. And tries, after she leaves, she's like, maybe her name should be princess demandy pants, which is not like a, a clever riff on her name. Twilight's. Yeah, and Rarity doesn't even reply. Like, Rarity just just, just ignores the comment, which is, like, good on her, honestly. Yeah, she's got work to do. Yeah. And then we go to the mandatory bad pinky part of the episode. I thought part of this was cute, at least, but... Oh, yes. But, like, the start of it's not. <laughs> yeah, so... Caden yeah, so Cadence is at the reception hall. Pinkie Pie's like, okay, well, we got the games, we got the dancing. The games are like, pin the tail on the pony, and well, it looks like trouble. Yeah. Like, you know, the board game. A few trouble. things that are kind of off frame that are just like, also not games. Yeah, there's a pinata there. Yeah. And, and then the dancing is like some polka, which, I mean, again, 
We know she fucks Weird Al, so yeah, yeah tracks. Yeah, and she does. The, and she has the chicken dance to it. Uh huh. Next to a one of the form dolls for like making a dress yeah. that just has a ho- top hat on and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Explain, Pinkie Pie. <laughs> Explain what that's for. Well, if please. you're doing the if you're doing the chicken dance, you gotta have the top hat mannequin. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's maybe we'll see some pony wearing the hat. Maybe it's a Chekhov's top hat. Yeah. And then and and Paige's like, I think it's gonna be great, don't you? And Candy's like, Oh yeah, it's perfect. If we were celebrating a six-year-old's birthday party, and Pinkie Pie is like, oh, Thank you. And she's so like genuinely happy as she takes it yeah. like, as a genuine compliment, which is pretty funny. Yeah, like funny. Pinkie Pie is about to like cry with <laughs> with how nice of a compliment that seems to her. Yeah. And also, I do appreciate that during this discussion is when we finally get a pan to, like, Twilight just fucking hiding behind one of the pillars in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sure, why not? Yeah. Oh. The most strange transition thing to just imply a passage of time of just... The only time we get to see... Our, our darling princess that isn't the princess in the podcast and isn't the princess that we've been talking about and isn't the princess that's at the telescope showing up. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Princess Luna shows up because uh, beloved... she, like, flies through the bubble. Yeah. Our beloved moon horse. Yeah. So she'd been outside Canterlot doing something and then flies through the bubble and just, like, lands next to Celestia and is like rest sister as always I will guard the yeah, night and it's like well great exposition yeah she does fly like kind of from the moon yeah which was she up was she visiting was she like checking on the moon making sure it's like all right making sure it's all hunky dory up there making sure there's an extra set of like pillows and stuff next time she gets banished <laughs> yeah. up there for a million years or whatever <laughs> yeah I, is there does she have another telescope on the moon that she uses to look down at Canterlot, make sure nothing happens? Yeah, seriously. But she, uh... Yeah, we... Yeah, I thought that line about... Again, it's like their lifeguards changing shifts, like, rest, sister, as always, I will watch the night, is very, like, very clunky. Part of it's just, it's just how Luna talks, but, like, I don't know, you didn't have to yeah. ever say that. I think we would have guessed that by the fact that it's night. Or, like, yo... Yeah, you didn't, ha- you didn't have to do her dirty like that. Yeah, I like as always. It's if it hasn't been like it's been like what maybe a year since uh, she's been able to do this again. Yeah, or maybe it's as uh, always isn't you know since the start of the since the start of the thing. Hmm. But then we we pan down to um, you know, the thing here is, I don't think I've ever seen a cartoon that feels like. A movie that's shot day for night <laughs> but the way this scene is colored yeah it feels like a cartoon that's been drawn day for night yeah which is weird because we've seen them do like it looks normal like night before yeah they've done good night shots before maybe it's supposed to be like everything's kind of fucked up because of the per- like pink bubble yeah like tinting stuff weird but like eh? yeah i guess maybe that's it to never mind yeah because normally Carolot is not this color right yeah, like, I, I, I guess it's supposed, but that implies that like the bubble also like actually radiates a soft amount of light, which just means that like why why 
Why? Yeah, why would, why, why would why, that be how why, that works? Why would you make your horse feel, you know, glow? The owners are going yeah. to sleep. Additionally, like, why would you even make it visible? Maybe that's Honestly. Not, maybe that's not how the spell works. I mean, Twilight's horse healed was visible and she made one. That's, oh, that's true. Oh, God, that's right. She made a horse field just like her brother did. That, yeah. That would be fucking clear. God. I, I kind of God damn it. Yeah. If I were Twilight, I would have her, like, offer to help, maybe. Like, hey, I'm good at magic. Yeah. Can I, like, learn your spell so I can help? You know, take some shit off you while you're, you know, yeah. doing your thing? Yeah, because, like, we've seen her cast a smaller version of this same spell. She knows this spell. Yeah. Maybe it's just say like someone does say only you can do it. Like maybe maybe this is some you know special horse scanning you know horse field. Is a Twilight Witch is impenetrable. This one you know seems to scan ponies as they go through or something. I don't know, but like yeah, but you know something I would have asked right. Like hey, can I help? Can like hey yeah. to prove that like. I'm not mad at you anymore or something. Can I help you with your wedding by doing this? Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's it's clear that Shining Armor is able to do the job of, like, being the captain of the guard and organizing all that shit while maintaining the bubble. So Twilight could probably do organizing shit and help him maintain the bubble. The two of them being very similar on that front would actually be kind of interesting to see. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the fact that he's far more, you know, socially competent of a person... But, like, you can see the two of them, like, rubbed off on each other a lot from their childhoods. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be cute. But, anyway. Yeah, but... We get we get to the main six, and, and Spike is playing with the dolls again. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, Twilight's, like... Yeah, they're all sitting around a big table. They all have drinks and such. And yeah. Twilight shows up to complain about Cadence. And Spike, holding the Cadence topper, is like... Who me? Like the spike that goes on the cake. Yeah, yeah. It it basically boils down to Twilight being like, "Damn, she's a bitch, huh?" And like, Birdie's like, "Ah, brides get kind of picky about dresses. I don't, I didn't see anything out of the yeah, ordinary." Yeah, like this is normal and, for brides. This is like typical brides yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. Even Applejack's like, yeah, she's probably just you know stressed. Yeah, she probably and Fluttershy's like, she, she was probably just sparing my feelings. Yeah, like, may- maybe she didn't like it, and I don't know, whatever. And, like, yeah, cool. Fluttershy's like, she did yell at one of my birds, but he was extremely off-key, and he is. So, like, yeah. all right. Again, just another thing of, like, we can write this off as her being stressed. Yeah. And and Twilight's like, and Pinkie Pie, did you see how she treated you? And it just goes to <laughs> Spike and Pinkie Pie, and both of them are now making the, yeah. the, the cake toppers kiss. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like... Oh, and also, uh, Rainbow Dash is just like, yeah, uh, I'm too busy making sure I'm ready for the Sonic Rainbow. Remember the fucking panic attack I had before the last time I did yeah. one of those? So, making sure I don't do that again. Yeah. Haven't talked to the princess about it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And all, and all of them are like, Twilight, are you overreacting right now? And, friends, how many times have we had the discussion <laughs> of when... One of the ponies is clearly upset about something, and the other five are like, you're clearly overreacting about this thing. All five of them are wrong. Every single time that conversation has come up, 
All five of them are wrong. Yeah, this doesn't matter yeah, which this, which one of them is the one that's this out. This wasn't zero but all like, over again. This literally happened. In yeah, zero. Yeah, like this is the fourth time we've had like with different ponies, but like this is the fourth time we've had like all five of them brush off one of their friends having like an issue because they just don't want to like address it. And it's like, girls, for fuck's sake, maybe stop like treating each other's clear like emotional shit as just them like overreacting maybe you should at least like engage with what they're fucked up like freaking out about and like not brush it off maybe like yeah i don't know y'all fucking uh turn princess luna away from being an evil sky god to being a good sky god and also you know killed q i don't know what the fuck you want you should like listen to each other Anyway. Yeah, it's... Ah, uh, yeah. And, yeah, they, they're like, I'm sure it's just nerves, and Twilight's like, maybe there shouldn't even be a wedding. Yeah. Which is, I could see how they, like... Because, like, what are you, like... What are you even supposed to do, like, you know... Well, we're not gonna call off the wedding. Yeah. Also, like, Twilight was very stretchy during this when she was yeah. angry. Like, it was, I, I do, again, calling out the nice animation work of just, like, just all over the place with long Twilight. Yeah, like, she's very expressive. It's very good. She, like, puts her hooves mm. up in this, like, have you heard about video games? So, like, the way she, like, puts her hooves under her chin when she, and, like, when she's making fun of Cadence. Yeah. By the end of it, when she, like, slams the table and everyone's drinks go flying and she's just, like, fucking growling at the end yeah, of it. Yeah, she's like, going oh, full, like, I need pictures of Spider Pony. Yeah, it's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, ponies are very then, expressive yeah. in this. It's a good, good season finale. Mm-hmm. But she decides, uh, instead of uh, complaining to her friends, that she should go talk to Shining Armor instead. Which, you know what? Probably a good choice. Yeah. Like, he's the guy you're, like, you can really talk to about this, and he's the guy who can actually, like, affect things. Because, like, mm -hmm. what what is the wedding party going to do, right? Like, what is, like, that, you know. Yeah. And even if they empathize with Twilight, they're like, you know, what do you want us to do, Twilight? Like, yeah, we'll hear you out, but, like, we can't really stop the wedding. Yeah. And then she goes to see uh, Shiny. Yeah. And they were, like... A conversation that basically boils down to Twilight saying, uh, we need to talk and and uh, Cadence walks in, so he's all dressed up in his shining armor deals with him instead. Yeah, he's all dressed up in his like royal gar his like dress uniform or whatever. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's like this weird He's wearing like a harness yeah. Like this red coat thing, but the little crest he's wearing, he's like, Yeah, pretty good, right? He shows off his little crest thing that does have like Twilight's uh, six-pointed star on it, but without the extra sparklies. Yeah, because, like, his... That one is, a, like, that crest is that six-pointed star in a, like, kind of flourished shield shape. Yeah. Uh, and and his cutie mark is that same star in, on a shield with, like, three of the smaller yeah. stars over it. Like, again, I'd really love to know the, the family tree of these cutie marks. That's very interesting to me. Yeah. Like these, but, yeah, like these two have like have brother and sister cutie marks, but and you know, which I can see, I can see that happening, but it's also like doesn't always happen. Obviously, it's kind of weird. Yeah, 
the cute how cutie marks get assigned is forever going to be a question we're probably going to be asking that even by the time we're uh leaving this place yep yep years from now uh i think there will be more there'll be more questions later don't worry excellent i love that for us uh horses love asking questions questions if you will yeah Twilight overhears the two of them arguing, and it's just like, Shining's like, I, I, I want to keep this, and Cadence is like, it sucks. Get, yeah. get your uncle's uh, un- yeah, his, fucking old his, crest off your chest. His favorite uncles. Yeah, and then, his funkles. Yeah, his funkle pops. Exactly. <laughs> Good old uncle funkle pop. Yeah, but he gets like a migraine. Yeah, and, it's, and specifically what happens is Cades is like, are you disagreeing with me? And he's like, yeah, I guess I am. And then he gets his migraine. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, let me help you with that. And she you know, blasts him with her green magic and his eyes go all, you know, swirly loopy and green. And then he feels better. Yeah. Notably, um, they do it a few times and it does have the like... Uh, when a character's dizzy and they have that sort of like rattling yeah. can sort of noise going, uh, it he does that. Yeah. does that sound with his eyes going all over the place. And that is and di- like, that is diegetic. We'll see that later. Yeah, exactly. But like, I do appreciate that Twilight does a whole shocked face and a, and like a gasp and does do like the she's downright evil, but like she's whispering it because she's like you know listening in and you know it doesn't blow her cover. Good job, Twilight. Smart move. You've learned things. Mm-hmm. She's so wise. Yeah. But yeah, Cadence and... and uh, she is now an ace attorney protagonist who, who presents evidence to the person who would least like to see it. Yeah. Like, hey, do you see this document? This is gonna put you in prison. And they always, like, tase you and take it, Phoenix. Come on. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the two of them exit the room and to, to see Twilight running off and and he's like, damn, it sounded like she had something to talk about. And Cadence is like, yeah, just just let her go. It's fine. Yeah, and she like nuzzles him. Yeah, it's cute. Love wins. And then uh, we cut to Twilight running towards, uh, running towards the castle where the wedding's happening. And we get Luna in the tower with her with her telescope saying, Twilight, who goes there? Stay indoors, Twilight Sparkle. No running by the pool. Right? Like, it's like, like, I love that it's just like, who goes there? No response. Stay indoors, Twilight Sparkle. Yeah. It's like, Luna, you didn't need to ask. Also, there's a giant fucking bubble. So, like, are you worried about stuff getting already inside the bubble? Because if so, what the fuck? <laughs> what? It's... Why aren't you having that telescope aimed anywhere other than uh, stage left? It's it's literally just a lifeguard tower. It's so funny. Like that's the best thing you get your god mm. king doing, just just like standing by a telescope. Like Right? Infinite cosmic power and you're sitting in a tall chair, like yell, yelling at kids for running. Yeah. But Twilight busts into the room that all she knows all her friends are in mm. for some reason. And just says, Shining Armor's in trouble and oh hey look. Uh all her friends are the bridesmaids now. Yep. Because Something happened to the other ones, but... And they didn't ask any questions. Yeah, which, you know, fair enough. Sometimes it's, like, not your place to ask, right? Like, they're, they're like, not people they knew. You know, maybe there was some family yeah. thing that came up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There there are two things about this, this whole... Like, this scene's just sort of kind of nothing other than that, really. But there are two points that I really love with this scene. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, these are dresses that I think we've seen them in before. 
At least, like, they look very similar to dresses Rarity's already made for them. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is just another set of dresses Rarity had ready for them. Mm-hmm. But, like, Rainbow Dash's, like, direct complaint is that her, like, giant rainbow, like, skirt thing. With the clouds. Yeah. Doesn't seem very aerodynamic. And, like, she and Rarity walk off. And Rarity's like, I'll see what I can do about that. And Applejack, like, as soon as Rarity's out of the room, Applejack just takes her hat back out from under her dress and puts it on her yeah, head. Yeah, and she makes a little scrunchy face as she does. Yeah, she's like, don't mind me. <laughs> I'm putting my safety hat back on. I only feel comfortable with my hat's on. It's very cute. Great horse. A lot of good Applejack at this episode. If you're an Applejack noticer, and I am, and you should be too, some good Applejack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I kind of assumed Rainbow Dash would take her dress off to do the rain boom, but whatever. Maybe that's not practical. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that plan has been changed because... Now, now they're bridesmaids. Yeah, now, now that Rainbow Dash is an, the Applejack of the episode, only showing up like twice. <laughs> uh, congratulations... <laughs> Alright, so, congratulations Applejack, you've been promoted to Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash, you've been demoted to Applejack. Spike, you're also Rainbow Dash, so keep that in mind. Yeah, right. Uh, Spike, you're a backup Rainbow Dash, which means you're also back. Which means you're now backup Applejack. Mm. Twilight is like ca- kind of panicking, like. Yeah, and they're all just ignoring her. Yeah, which does this on its own it doesn't seem that suspicious, honestly. Though, again. If you just watched the evil thing happen, then yes, obviously you would assume she wore the bridesmaids or whatever. Yeah. But then we go to the practice ceremony, yeah? Yeah, yeah, where uh, our bridesmaids are walking down the aisle slowly. They're like, they're giggling with excitement. The guards' ponies uh, pull the door open with the magic to like reveal Princess Cadence. Who's shining armor is happy to standing see. horizontally to the door, yeah. which was a weird choice. Yeah, standing perpendicular. Also, they still have that thing where the the carpeting doesn't match. Yeah, it's real <laughs> fucked up. Someone fix that, huh? I, I mean, I think that I think at this point it's just it's just a design choice. Yeah, like I, like okay, like if I were world building this, like yeah, obviously this this part was built later, right? Yeah, or it had to be remodeled or something. Oh, like the the hallway outside is all like that's just actually like um, red tiling, because because they don't want to actually bother like having the carpet go all the way out there because that's a lot of extra shit oh, to clean yeah, when you yeah. could just scrub it all. So like the main room is the only one. Like once the yeah. doors close, the carpet just ends there. Yeah, I can take that. Yeah, yeah I'm actually really on board mm. with that vibe. Cinema scenes undid. Uh, yeah. And then right. Yeah. <gasps> Princess Miyamura perpendicular door standard cadence. Mm-hmm. And then Shining Armor is a wife guy. Yep. And yeah, she walks and they, she walks down the aisle and they, you know, rub their faces against each other. They do the little horn clink. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and then you would get the rings from the, best the brides the Best Mare. Best Mare, yeah. And 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 Twilight is not there. Instead, there's just Ring Bearer Spike playing with the cake toppers again. Yep. Because that, that's just how he be. I mean, I get it, right? Like, there's not like the... Like, the thing is, when you're a child at a wedding, there's not really a whole lot there for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's making his own good. fun. He's keeping himself busy. I, the thing I greatly appreciate, though, is, like, after this, Twilight comes in, and she, like, slams the doors open. 
but I don't recall us seeing the doors close. That's very good for me. <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember the guards closing the door after Cadence comes in. Yeah. So just like her maybe closing the doors just so she can like dramatically slam them open. Yeah, I I could see the guards like closing the door like, well, our job's done. That she just slams it right back open. Yeah. And then she comes in and she starts like, I'm not going to stand next to you. I'm not going to stand next to anyone. Neither should you. And Shining Arbor is like, yeesh. Oh boy, my sister's going real yeah, cringe mode right yeah, now. Yeah, because she starts like stress teleporting. And like yeah. accusing Cadence of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, she is just like, uh, my brother's not marrying her. She's evil. And like, yeah, sure, Shining Arbor steps in front of her because like he's he's a wife guy. Yeah. But like, then we go to the, we go, we go over to four of her friends because uh, Rainbow Dash doesn't get to be a character in this episode. Yeah, just, she's and, flying. Um, she's out rainbowing. Yeah, but no, no, she's she she's in the room. Shot. She's just like yeah. a little away from the uh, yeah. But like, we get we get a close shot, and this one really got me because there are two faces here that like, the Pinkie Pie face is. A, a meme I have seen. I have seen drawovers of this Pinkie Pie face for people's icons. Mm -hmm. Like, because she has, like, the most amazing, like, shocked face I've seen in a bit. Yeah. Of just like, oh no, look at that horror monster that's just come around the corner and I need to stand very still to not be seen by it. But then there's Rarity, yeah. who has, like, full-on, like, chin hanging down, like, O face, and her eyes are, like, pulled all yeah, the way down right. to her, like, cheeks her and stuff. Head is shaped, her it's her so head good. is shaped like a vertical lemon. Yeah. Yeah. She's gone full lemon head. Right? I love this rarity face. Very good. Like, yeah. Uh. But yeah, everyone's like, oh, this is, this is real fucked up, and, like, Twilight, like, corners Cadence by, with all her accusations and stuff. And is like, you made my brother's eyes go all spinny, and she does the thing, and it has the rattling noise. Yeah, you made my brother's eyes go all, and then she she does the thing with her face. Yeah. And Cadence... And everyone else is just, like, staring at this bullshit. But it, Cadence looks worried. Yeah. But, oh, and also, the, like, the shot, of course, of Twilight doing the spinny eyes thing with her tongue hand, that was a horse being free as a kite teens. And yeah, that was uh, I think I actually had a friend on Steam for like a year who had that as their mm -hmm. icon for a while. A good face. Like, it was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, like very expressive horses. This episode, you love to see it. And yeah, and then she like literally backs Cadence into a corner, and then she, who then like starts crying, like, "Why are you doing this to me?" Yeah, uh, right before that, we do get. Twilight finally making an evil smirk yeah. face and yeah there is there is a thing about the thing I noticed was Princess Celestia in the background yeah like <laughs> just like hard leaning in with the most confused expression she yeah. I've ever seen her yeah, with yeah she's like what the fuck is this like oh, I gotta see yeah. this right like I'm the omnipotent god king who's like you know uh, a bit of a, a troll at times what the fuck is this shit <laughs> Oh, but yeah, uh, Caden starts crying. Like, why are you doing this to me? Because you're evil, bitch. Got you. Yeah. 
Cadence defeats Twilight with girl boss energy. Yeah, like, it, look. Cadence has every trick in the book. Gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss. She's doing all three. She's got yeah. the trifecta. Mm-hmm. And then, Shining Armor steps in to manipulate Mansplain and Malewife. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, Twilight, you know when I do the spinny eye thing? It's because I get a fucking migraine trying to keep this shield up. And my wife, my cool ass wife, heals my brain with her magic so I don't have a migraine anymore. I don't have a migraine and, and I'm over here like, damn, when do I get to learn that spell, though? I'd like to have a spell that will just cure migraines. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. But also, like... Heal my brain is a very weird thing to say about getting a migraine, you know? Yeah, does he say heal my brain? I, I'm i fairly sure he said the phrase heal my brain. He just said, I thought he just said heal my head or heal my migraines or something. Oh, she uses her magic to heal me. But again, like, the use of the word heal in response to a migraine feels so fucking yeah. weird. It's, it's, it's just a migraine. Like, I wouldn't say, like, oh, yeah... I'm so glad that I'm gonna fucking heal from these bruises. Yeah, like they just they just go away. Yeah, like if I if I <sighs> took aspirin for a headache, that would not heal the headache. That would make it go away. That would suppress the pain. I wouldn't say it, it yeah. healed it. Yeah, it's. <sighs> anyway. Also, can we talk about Rainbow Dash's like sucking air through teeth face? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When when Twilight like, scares her away. Because, like, Rarity also has a pretty big, like, j- a different, like, jaw drop that's a little bit more, like, traditional. Uh, and they, like, look at it. It's not quite the, like... They, like, look yeah. at you like you see in this shit. My god. <laughs> Princess Celestia, what the hell happened? Yeah, and then... Yeah, and so... And, yeah, so Shiny manipulates, he mansplains any male wives, and he... You know, he's like, oh, this wedding, yeah, this wedding obviously, like, you, know, you obviously hate this wedding. Yeah, you know, you don't bother coming to my wedding. I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. And every pony else storms off, and so even Celestia's like, you have a lot to think about. And Twilight's like crying and shit. Yeah. Maybe I was being overprotective. I could have gained a sister, yeah. but I lost a brother. He was my big brother best friend, and now. And then she, like, starts, her fantasy turns into, like, the no-outline pointy legs. But she, like, and, and she, he's, yeah. he's leaving, and she's crying. And, yeah. and then Caden steps on her. It, steps on her, like, mind Caden's, like, ste- steps, yeah. <laughs> steps on the mind palace, Twilight. Yeah. And, and then, like, steps up and, like, very tenderly, like, brushes Twilight's hair. Which, like... Huh. Didn't she just leave and everyone left to go check on her? Someone should check the stage play on this. I mean, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, like, she's got this whole, like, very forgiving yeah. look, and Twilight's like, I'm so sorry. And then she's, and then her eyes turn green, she's like, you will be! And then her horn goes green and surrounds Twilight with green fire and banishes her to some kind of evil fire dome and laughs as she, uh, as she leaves. Yeah, fuck yeah. Girl boss wins. Girl boss. Get out of here, Twilight, you piece of shit. Twilight hates to see a girl boss winning. Right? Uh, 
and 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 Cadence walks off into the darkness, her plan coming together to be continued. And I've got to say, love it when a good plan comes together. I love a good There's plan. been so much fucking put together for this. Like you can just tell how much plan has gone into it. Even if our little Cadence imposter is very bad. Yeah, she's very sloppy. She didn't study the role at all. She didn't like ask. Yeah, it's really upsetting. She didn't like ask Shining Armor. Like, hey, um. Yo, hey, tell me about your sister, huh? What is she like? Yeah. You know? And, you know, like, do you have any, like, photo albums or anything? Like, you know, or, like, you know, try to get them to talk about... That sister that you keep hanging out? You know. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you're going to pretend to be someone, you should, like, I don't know, study the role, get into character, instead of being a huge bitch to everyone all the time. Uh... But it seems like the scheme worked so well. Well, we'll just have to see how that goes, won't we? We will simply have to. Tell me, do we have any mail? Oh, we do. We have a letter from our darling crossover fan. Oh, excellent. From, from our darling crossover fan. Our darling crossable rover. Indeed. Good to know that he's been digging those tunnels for us. But anyway. Oh, of course, you'd love to be in a hole. God forbid right? women be in holes. Am I right, folks? Mm hmm. Well, C Celestia, allow women be in holes. There it is. I'm gonna grab a drink. Maybe for not longer, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. I hope we can emerge from our holes soon and enjoy this beautiful Canterlot wedding. Indeed. Who knows how many more times we'll get a chance to read a letter from Crossover fan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This one was sent to the Tunnel Cult Room at isekai.horse. To my favorite isekai. <clears throat> Dearest spilled beans and graceful spark. I'm glad to hear that the Gabby Gum situation didn't affect you too bad. It seems like me and you dudes, gender neutral, were the only ones not really affected by it. The only things they got on me were my tunnels. By the way, I just added a new area called the Fluff and Stuff Maze. A blank pillow... A blank slash pillow fort of doom and comfort. Very good. And that I'm dishonest about my origins, hmm. which I am. If you get this before the finale, please be safe and stock up on weapons before the invasion begins. Stay safe. If you get this after the finale, congratulations on surviving Queen Chrysalis and the Changeling invasion. I hope you enjoyed the wedding. You are actually a pair of changelings that have kidnapped our lovely hosts. I have seen the future, and in a few years, your entire species will have your current culture and way of life completely destroyed and replaced, and all go through a collective identity crisis. Enjoy the existential crisis I just gave you. Your guys' comment on Featherweight and Printer Press Pony being cold friends made me realize that MLP has a lot of background gay ships. Zips and Snails, Hurricane, Touchdown, and Pie Squared, Garble, or Gumball as you'd call him, and his horde of Dragon Boys. So it's got me wondering what are some gay guy ships you like it in both MLP and out? Oh, and for MLP ships, you can include the Stallion 6, a.k.a. the male version of the main 6. Sincerely, your fan, crossover fan. Oh, yeah, Hurricane Dutch down at Pi Square. They're from Equestria Girls. They have a gay little ladder catch in the first movie in the story. And there's some Twitter posts that confirm that, yes, they are gay and love wins. Oh, very good. Love does win. Yeah. It's very delicious when love wins. Mm -hmm. You love love. Yeah, I, in fact, do. A little of that um, for you all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Do you have any any gay fics and uh, ships rather uh, than in particular that you've got? Okay, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a I'm a Naramitsu shipper. I love it when Phoenix Wright and Miles Edgeworth kiss. I have shipped them since I was like since before I really knew what shipping was, but like for a long time I have loved those gay lawyer boys and I've wanted them to kiss. They're each other's very most special friends. Mm. It is I don't know how much you know. I I know I've talked to you about Ace Attorney before, but it's like the two lawyer boys love each other. It was a there was this very funny case, as the story goes. Yeah, you have the first game about you know the two lawyer boys and they have some history together. They're childhood friends. Things happen to break them up, and they eventually become they they mean a lot to each other, and they finally learn to express that as their relationship matures, and. Mm. It's it's so good. It's you get Miles Edgeworth is the kind of guy who doesn't like like to wear his feelings on his sleeve, and so you, but eventually you get him saying shit like you know, you have to leave. You have burdened me with unnecessary feelings, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Or like the time when he met you, like someone asked him like, hey, yeah, what about that? What about that Phoenix Wright? And he says he is a dear and irreplaceable friend. There is, wow. Yeah, there is what a what a subtle way of wording that, yeah, huh? It's it's very much a case of like, as the story goes, the uh, the series creator Shutakami, I believe, was like wrote the first game. I was like, huh? Why are all these girls who usually read like boys love manga into my lawyer video game, and then kind of leaned into it more as the series went on? There Good. Was, there's a Twitter thread somewhere where like it collected all the like gay lines from Ace Attorney in different languages. And the only one I remember is that the French version of he is a dear and irreplaceable friend. He is my friend before God. Oh. Huh. Which is love the gay lawyers. They're so good for each other. Wanted to kiss. They yeah. mean so much to each other. But you do. You have any boys you want mm. to see kiss? I mean... The problem for me is so often that like I, I I'm bad at remembering names and like there aren't really any any major pieces of fiction that I can think of that have like major dude characters I'd ship mm -hmm. that aren't like canonically shipped. Like the ones that really come to mind for me are like, you know, Aimric and Astinian from Final Fantasy mm -hmm. fourteen, just cause like those two boys absolutely spooch and i i'm so happy for them for that uh what about like, what about i know Nero, i know if Nero i and Sid, the divorced dads yeah like those two guys are definitely yeah yeah like a a, a really shitty like toxic divorce couple mm -hmm. yeah i i agree on that front too like there's a few stuff like things like that like across different pieces of media that i've enjoyed none that really stick with me mm -hmm. um at least not enough to like just kind of on the spot name them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah because it's also hard yeah. for my little because the, the, there's not that many dudes yeah and most of the dudes we've met aren't um really old enough for me to feel comfortable mm -hmm. shipping them like i'm very here for you know the the printer boys and like snips and snails and we can be like oh they're kind of cute together mm -hmm. but like i also kind of hate when like anytime to like kids of opposite genders just are hanging out together yeah. and the parents are being like oh they're like they're gonna get married when they're older yeah. and it's like no nah, you can just have friends when you're kids like i'm i i like to you know 
let characters be old enough to have personalities and stuff mm-hmm. first and like be individuals who understand what a romantic relationship means to them before wanting to ship mm-hmm. them with people mm-hmm. that's just me yeah. um like there's like it's been a long time since I've watched My Hero Academia because it's just cause, like a new season hasn't come out. But there's a lot of those characters where I'm just like, these boys need to smooch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's just like almost every like male pairing of two dudes that hang mm-hmm. out. Like there's um, uh, Red Riot and the uh, metal guy who's like, they're basically just like opposite color, like different colored variants of the same character mm-hmm. design. Like even their powers work the same. When they had the like tournament arc in the school, the two of them like, knocked each other out with identical punches and that it, like they, their round is <laughs> perfectly symmetrical violence never solved anything exactly like the two of them absolutely should just mm-hmm. kiss they are they are just clones of each other they're wonderful mm-hmm. like there's a lot of very fun romantic like tension that can be read into a lot of the like male character relationships and that and that's cool and good and there's a lot of those uh but like I just kind of enjoy that vibe in general. Mm-hmm. I don't have any like major ones that stand out, so I'm gonna I'm gonna point to um, the gay couple I really like from Iron Blooded Orphans because it's an extremely fucking queer Gundam series. Like, I love that like the witch from Mercury came out and it's just like, hey, these these bitches lesbians, mm-hmm. but like Iron Blooded Orphans does have just like multiple polycules just present mm-hmm. and being normal, and does just have a cute gay couple who like. We we kind of get it very implied that, like, really early in the season, these two, like, fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as they were no longer child slaves under a, a fucking dude using the cannon fodder and, like, turned into a mercenary company that were all child soldiers. Because, hey, it's a Gundam series. Look, it, that's yeah, just how yeah. it is. But, like, you know, they were fighting fights they wanted to do rather than fights they were ordered to do by people who didn't give a shit about them. Uh, so the two of them fucked. Mm-hmm. And then, like, later... One of them has a discussion about being just like, hey, so like, you're dating, right? And one of the one of the guys is like, obviously not, no, like, why why would why would that be a thing? And so this, the, the third guy here that came in and asked the question is just like, D- dude, like, you fucked, like, you, you understand gay people exist. And the, and the guy's like, oh, no, 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 no. He just deserves a way better dude uh-huh. than me. I'm a piece of shit. Uh-huh. I, I don't understand why he'd want to date me. I'm shit, and we had, like, a, a like a fling, and that was just kind of cool for us to have that. But, like, whatever. I don't think that's a thing. And then, like, later that episode, we get literally the, the, the one he actually fucked. Like, just all the tropes of, like, the girlfriend left behind on the ship while the boyfriend pilot goes out to do a mm-hmm. fight. Like, we get all the same shots, like, really hard done for just, like, these two being together, but, like, the bottom of the relationship is just taking the woman's role, and mm-hmm. it's not really commented on other than just, like, the thing they're doing. It's really nicely, like, just, like, yeah, we're just gonna accept that, like, we, we a lot of Gundam series before have had this relationship dynamic. And we're just going to have this relationship dynamic again, except one of them is a dude. And, like, that's just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Love it's wins. good. It's good content. Yeah. Okay, I got t- I got two more dude chips for you. Yeah. Yeah, please. Recently finished watching Skate the Infinity, which, uh, A, the dub is great, which I don't usually say. B, you know, mm-hmm. quality, quality gowie. You know, you love to see the boys. 
Uh, it does mm-hmm. have one legendary line of the dub that I won't spoil, but it is had to pause the the show the first time I heard it. Uh, and B, did ever seen Death Note? Whatever the hell Light and L have going on. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's yes, love, yes. but whatever the fuck they have going on, big fan of it. It's gay as shit. I don't know what the hell it is. I but forever yes. thinking about there's this one. It's like a Tumblr post or something of like Light and L like handcuffed together because it's that part of the series. And asking, do you think their period synced up? <laughs> oh yes. And I, the entire because recently watched it all the way through for the first time with friends. You know, right before getting isekai and like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and it was so good. Like just watching through it. It's so weird about women, but like. Just seeing, like, oh, I know that part. It's where he used the chip. Like, okay, what he said, he, when he took the potato chip and ate it, the entire room cheered. It was so good. It was everything I'd hoped for and more. Mm. Also, okay, wait. I, I just remembered another shit yeah. that I'm just going to uh, say real quick. Uh, um, uh, Fafnir and uh, uh, Takia from uh, Dragon Maid. Mm. Those, those two boys. Those two boys definitely are fucking well playing an MMO together, and you know what? I've seen enough furry porn to know where that Love goes. Love wins. Love wins. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. You love you love when two nerdy boys mm-hmm, kiss. Mm-hmm. And they should do it on screen. You love to see the boys love. Exactly. I'm I'm sure I'll think of more more yaoi as soon as I'm done with it, as soon as, like, we finish recording, but, uh, roll through most of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, thank you for your letter, Crossover fan. Uh, yes! Well, <clears throat> well, there is a thing, some kind of thing happening soon. I hope we survive it. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I do just want to highlight that, um, it does appear that some of our actions have influenced the events of episodes already, vis-a-vis PFF. So, uh, we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes, yeah. shall we? Hopefully Applejack won't be in for mm. Oh, and we do have another story from, a, uh, someone else. Oh! That's right, two letters, baby! Two letters in one episode? It's almost like we've had to be away for a bit, and they've, they've stacked up mm-hmm. a bit. Um, Thank you for the patience. Yes, th- thank you all. We know we've been having some time skew, but this one is from RR, aka our dear friend Nickel Plate, who's written to us before, who writes, mm-hmm. Dear Graceful Spark and Spilled Beans, several episodes ago, you asked why the passenger cars on the train to Dodge Junction didn't have any, quote, place to sit with a hole in the seat toilets. We do have cars with toilets like that, but after an incident... With the Dave Merithews band, we're not allowed to let people use them anymore. Fair enough. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, yeah, no, I uh, get it. All right, okay, yep. We're working on adding wastewater tanks under those cars, but they're being assigned to trains to Cantalot first because those are the, quote, most important routes. I have opinions, but given your rants on horse classism, I'm pretty sure we're on the same page, so I'll spare you the rant. Agreed, thank you. Yeah, we didn't... We mm. should have toilet checked when we were, uh... We were heading to Cantor lot. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, always next time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's been a long time coming, but I hope that answers your question. Sorry for the delay. This letter sat on my desk, half-written for several months while I was dealing with work nonsense. After Cider... Se- oh, that's perfectly yeah, reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, we were busy, too. 
After a cider season, <clears throat> Flim and Flam decided to try their hook at another, quote, super speedy locomotive-based grift, and it became my problem. Photo enclosed. Apparently, more wheels equals more faster. Spoiler, it doesn't. Thank you for doing what you do. Oh. Your show is one of the things that kept me sane while dealing with those two. Best, Nickel Plate. Thank you, Nickel Dearest. Always good to hear from our, our darling train horse. Yeah. Thank you for keeping all these tracks running on time. Yeah. It's been very helpful. Yeah, you love to see a train. You love to see some rails. You love to go choo-choo. And you love to travel into Canterlot. Mm-hmm. Traveling to Canterlot is quite Women nice. Women are allowed to go to Canterlot. Did you know this? I mean, I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> it's the boys that seem to need to have extra permission to be allowed in. Women have always been allowed to go to Canterlot. <laughs> yeah. Well, lesbians are allowed to go yeah, to Canterlot. Yeah. The straights, they're still working well, on. Well, we're having a straight wedding in Canterlot right now. It's a, a momentous occasion. Yeah. And there's been a terrorist threat around it. <laughs> because obvious reasons. Anyway, no, that's the thing and not yeah, anything else. No Don't worry about it. No fucking are going to get buried in my, my good Celestian Canterlots. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, so yeah. uh, not too long ago I was reading the, like, you've seen, like, the clips of the prestige DC, like, the new, like, 2016 DC Comics Flintstone series. They did a bunch of, they did, like, a, a Staglepuss one and so on, but I was reading the Flintstones one. You see this where it has, like, you know, it's like a prestige TV suit, but like a comic book. It deals with like modern issues. Like, Fred is like a a veteran of the war against Neanderthals, and like there's that panel that's going around where he's like, "We have participated in a genocide, ban." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's about like It's about like the rise of consumerism, and there's one where it's like an obvious allegory for gay marriage, but it's marriage itself is the new thing. Like, like, you know, everyone lives in these, sex, oh. you know, everyone lives in these sex caves and a couple of freako perverts are getting married. And th there's this whole oh, thing, there's good. this whole thing where like, you know, Fred and Wilmer are married, obviously, but they're like weird freaks for doing it. It's like this new thing. And, but then there's this whole thing where there's a gay couple named, literally named Adam and Steve. Who want to, Yeah. Who want uh, to get married, and the their religious leader guy was like, "Well, you know, now that those non-breeders are doing it, I don't want to be part of it. Now I'm against it." Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck! It's it's good. It's like some of the some of the social satire is a little like on the nose, obviously, but like there are parts of it that do hit decently. You know, it's. It is funnier than you would expect the 2016 prestige comic book reboot of the Flintstones to be. Mm-hmm. What a... What a wild existence to just have. I read it at my local library. Thanks, Twilight. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> yeah. Okay, well... Um, also, it establishes that Fred Flintstone is not homophobic. Good. He, he loves the gays. He loves the non-breeders. He loves Adam and Steve. They're his good friends. Uh, okay, actually, no. I do feel like there's one last yeah. thing I need to share. 
I don't know if I mentioned it already on the podcast, but like, um, way back when, uh, I, I did actually get to play a short bit of a, a, a Shadowrun campaign where the GM's like core conceit was all the Hannibal Barrett, Hannibal Barrett, um, properties were real and in the Shadowrun. Oh, very setting. good. Um, so like one of the players was, uh, uh, Fred at Scooby-Doo as well as like our, our, that was our face and like, um, one of the other players was, uh, uh, Shaggy, but like scooby and scrappy and and like the, some of the other like side characters uh were his like techno sprites because he was the, yeah. the hacker but the, the mage hacker version so that whole thing um so i i'd come into that with uh um judy jetson who was a bit of a like um slightly drug addicted piece of shit like rich mm-hmm. daughter who just wanted to be a ra- wacky racer and figured that doing shadow run shit would be her way to get like enough notice to be able to join there the races and uh yeah one one of the jobs we ended up working was uh working for fred flintstone uh the like union boss that was like quietly a bit mafia as well <laughs> uh to try and overthrow some like shit that judy's dad was involved in because yeah. like, the jetsons like towers were just be like the thing was Cities were being demolished to make the bases for yeah. those towers. Very good. It was a it was a whole fun thing. So there we go. There's my yeah, Fred Flintstone connection. Mm-hmm. It's a fun fun game. Okay, there's also a very funny B plot where like so the joke the they're cavemen, so they're they're they have like they worship like animal spirits, right? That's the joke. And they go to yeah. church, but it's like caveman church and it's you know, they worship mm-hmm. like, the starters like they worship Morg, who's like a bird or something. And then and then, yeah. but the joke is they like, they bring in the bird and it's a record player because it's the Flintstones. And they're like, we're not going to worship a mm-hmm. fucking record player, obviously. And then they bring in a, and so everyone leaves and they're like, oh no, we'll get you a new guy. So they bring in Peaches, who's this pink elephant. And they're like, that's our fucking vacuum cleaner. We're not going to worship that. And they're like, how do you have an animal god? They're all appliances. <laughs> Oh, fuck. And, which leads into a whole thing where, like, well, okay, well, our god's this invisible guy. They just, like, reveal, like, a, a chair with no one in. It's like, this is Gerald. And, of course, later on, they shorten Gerald to G blank D. And it's, you know, it's, it's uh, a whole thing. Oh, oh, Gerald wants you to be good to each other and so on, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very oh, good. Yeah, no, there's a whole thing where, like, oh, the appliances are, like, statedly slaves and they talk to each other and they're like you know they hate it like bowling ball strikes up a strikes up a friendship with vacuum cleaner bowling ball is the armadillo by the way who does not understand what's happening to him and he fucking hates it and like mm-hmm. huh it's fucking okay it's wild yeah we're not going to get isekai into that. I, I, I'm just going to put that I think it would be weird if we did. <laughs> Wait, All right. We got, just making we got sure. Hit by, we got hit by Fred Flintstone's foot power car. Isekai did the bedrock? <laughs> we got comically fucking steamroller flattened by the Flintstones car, and now we're in hell. <laughs> we're in rock hell. Yeah. It's... It is wild how much it talks about, hey, Bedrock is built on stolen land that they got by genociding the the Neanderthals under false pretenses. 
Yikes. Yeah, it like, like I'm impressed that they deal with such topics, but also Yeah, it goes, yikes. It Holy goes fucking shit. hard. There's like okay, there's this one scene where like you know, the, some Neanderthals show up and you know, they're here to work and they're you know clearly a racial minority or whatever. And like Mr. Mm-hmm. Slade, Fred's bot and is like, Hey Fred, show him around and like one of them's like, Hey Fred, why are you wearing that tie? And Fred's like you know, I, I read an article that said you should dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And he said, how long is that? It's like, 15 fucking years. Oof. Oof. Uh, it's... A lot of it's like... Uh. It's totally bizarre, but it's... Heart is weirdly in the right place. Yeah. This feels like one of those things of just like, explaining it in short bits makes me worried that it's far more uh, shitty than I'm assuming it probably is, but it has some some yeah. energy that is concerning, yeah, you know? Yeah. Also, yes, you found the you found the fact that they have shell phones. They're just like... And also the fact that they have phone... uh, black versions of their fucked well, up outfits for, funeral, for funerals. Yes. Oh, that's cursed. Uh, you know we're still recording yeah. podcasts, yeah. right? I, you know, I, I was okay. thinking about it. I wasn't sure if this was going to get chopped out or not. I, I think the people could hear about the Flintstones. All right. If you listen or have any Flint stories for us, if you're Hanna-Barbera and you'd like to sponsor us, that would be weird, but okay, email us at footstones at isekai.horse. Yeah, <laughs> that'll go well for us. <laughs> if you're a foot guy and you're into, if you're a foot guy, like the Flintstones good for you? They don't wear shoes. But how often do we actually see their feet? And you see them on the cover right here. You see them every time Fred's driving his little stone car. That's fair. I just feel like a lot of the a lot of the panels are probably like cut okay, yeah. and like you know, hip. Okay, yeah, I or very oh, far sure. away from I mean, from like the, the, feet. the Flintstones franchise in general, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I get yeah. you. All right. Again, email. Yeah, that's that's. If you have Flintstones opinions, email us. Okay, wait. I have one more thing to say with my soapbox here. So there's there's a common like fan theory that the Flintstones and the Jetsons are contemporary. Like you see people like making reference to that, where like yeah, the Flintstones are on Earth. Yeah, that's not true. There was a TV movie where they Elroy builds a time machine and goes back to Flintstones times and brings it back to the future. They're not contemporary. Stop spreading that meme. You're wrong. I mean. That Shadowrun game I was in made well, it contemporary, well, but that's yeah. also because they also made everything else Hanna-Barbera oh, yeah, had yeah, contemporary yeah, you're, as well. you're doing the Harvey Birdman thing. I get that. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. Your thing is good and normal, and I respect ah. Love wins. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad I was the only character who bothered to be like, hey, what, what if I try and cross two pieces of IP rather than just like, I decide to transfer this character to a Shadowrun mm-hmm. character? I don't know. Elroy was having a weird discussion with some elves. That probably would have gone badly if we continued. It was a whole thing. Shadowrun's a fucked up setting. Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we should sign off. Yes, yes, we probably should. Really, we were hit by a horse trick and he's got into Equestria? I have been Cantalot's beloved Princess Graceful Spark. You can find my writing programs, podcast posts, and for the else, just fit to plug at princess.software, including a shiny new story, Con Job. Read it, it's good. Uh, Beans, beloved, where can we find you? 
Uh, yeah, uh, if you want to find the parts of me that are not trapped in here in Equestria, as Rip seems, then uh, you can go to uh, dracos.art, uh, D-R-A-E-K-O-S dot A-R-T. Uh, it's got all the links to all the socials for the things and stuff. Ah, oh, I'd like a plan. I think that's a horse, every pony. Yeah. That's... Horse. Horse! Goodbye, everyone. I want the real horse with a friend mail on the way. I mean, we have made some friend horses uh, yeah. along the way. We have made some. That might made some horse friends. Change, but uh, we'll see. No, one way to find out. Mm-hmm. See you, see you all in the next see episode. You. Bye. Pony.